everybody. Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two resand lovers talk about love, lust, and other romance novels too. This week's Patreon shout out goes out to Ashley M. Ashley, you are the Loch Ness Monster. It, hear us out. Deep in what appears to be a quiet sea of cubicles lurks an HB with some serious smut in her headphones. Like Nessie, you're more than happy to submerge with a good book or reality show for a few hundred years, and you only show your scales when absolutely necessary, to stand up for what you believe in or to protect your beloved home, family, and fur babies. Most of all, like the magical, immortal creature of the lock, you are absolutely one of a kind. And now, the conclusion of A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Maas. Basically, we need the rest of the series immediately. Like, right the hell now. Don't you think? Here we go. Hi, Erin. Melody. <laughs> How are you? Great. I'm so excited to be doing the last half of Acomath. Fury. Acomath. We're getting our Acomath on. I never can think of the right the right acronym <laughs> for the Acomurfs. I know. Hey, Erin, ask me what I did for myself yesterday. I will, but you better make it snappy because we have five hours of Acomath to get through. We do. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. What did you do for yourself yesterday? Oh, I don't know. I just got myself a little IUD. <laughs> oh, no. Are you okay? Yeah, it was great. Okay. When she was describing the procedure, she was like, all right, you're going to feel a touch when I do the betadine on your cervix, and then you're going to feel a cramp, and then a cramp, and then a cramp, because I'm yeah, doing these yeah. three things. Oh, you know I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, man, like, I'm super, super done with pain in my pelvic region yeah. lately. Like, I'm just over it right now. It's been too It's too soon. So I'm laying there going, all right, I can do this. I can do this. I've done worse. And then it was nothing. Yeah. I was like, this is the nicest cramp I've ever felt in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even a cramp. It was great. I don't know if every woman will have that experience because most of you have not just birthed a baby. Well, let me tell you a story about <laughs> yeah. my vagina. Yeah, you went through some some ish, huh? I haven't had a child and mm -hmm. I decided to shove up one in my uterus. Yeah. And they couldn't get it up there. Oh. This doctor was like, you can come back and we can dilate your cervix as if you're having a baby oh. to shove this thing up here. And I already been laying there for like an hour while they tried to get this thing in. So I'm like, I'm over it at this point. Yeeps. She's like, so either we can do dilation or we can just try to stretch your cervix as far as it can go and it's going to hurt real bad and we're just going to like do it. And I was like, let's do this. Give me some leather oh, to bite down on and like, let's my. do this. You Scottish Highlandered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know you what Jamie happened. You Fraser'd it. <laughs> what I told you right then yeah, about yeah, this, yeah. right? Yeah. I told you right this. This is what this episode's going to be, guys. It's it's so early. And guys, it's, it's like five in the morning over there. It's I don't know why I'm having so much trouble this morning. Anyway, they fucking punctured my uterus. They just drove a hole right through there. <sighs> and then they didn't notice for like months. And I kept coming in for debilitating pelvic pain. Like, ouch, ouch, ouch. I can't stand up. And they're like, we don't know. One of the side effects is a lot of pelvic pain. Oh, my God. No. Hole. There's a hole in there. Much pelvic pain. You're not supposed to live through constant pelvic pain. 
And I think that's one of the things about lady medical care that drives me crazy. Like, not only are we conditioned to just deal with whatever happens, but they're like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, if it's lady pain, then it's probably par for the course. And I'm like, stop Mm -hmm. it, medical professionals. Mm -hmm. Just because you can't explain it doesn't mean that it's not real, that -hmm. (laughs) that it shouldn't be happening. Anyway, it was actually the whole the cult that helped me realize that I had a punctured uterus because somebody mentioned that they couldn't get an IUD or their doctor didn't recommend it because they had a backward leaning uterus. Right. And I was like, I have a backward leaning uterus. And then I Googled it and it was like puncture is real common. So then I went back in. Well, actually, I went to another gynecologist and I was like, I think there's a hole in my uterus. And she's like, oh, yep, there it is. Oh, balls. I know. I know. So worried. If I ever put a baby in there, its arm is going to pop out or something (laughs) like that. I don't, as you guys know, I don't know a lot about my own anatomy, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You know, that's roughly how it works, I'd say. Yeah. My understanding is they kick. (laughs) They do. I'm worried about it. I can't personally attest to that. They do kick rather rambunctiously. Yeah, there is, you know. There's a hole in there that's been patched up. I don't know if the drywall is solid or like what the deal is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I opted. I don't know um, what you opted for. I opted for a hormonal one because I want to decrease the amount of periods I have per mm-hmm. year because I found that a lot of my mood... You want to get it on every day? What? Oh, no. <laughs> a lot of my mood issues really really yeah. center around we had this talk last year i was like yeah, i'm pretty yeah, yeah, sure yeah. i have pmdd so <laughs> i need to mm-hmm. <laughs> i need to try to decrease the amount of of the year that my hormones go out of whack because mm-hmm. yeah anyway so that's what i did for myself i'm hoping that it goes real well mm-hmm. and uh you know if not i'm sure you'll hear about it on the podcast <laughs> yes and just Quick mention, I'm sorry, I just want everybody to be able to benefit from my horrible experience. Yeah. I went with the copper IUD because we were trying to get rid of hormones for me because we were right. trying to stop my weird stroke migraines from happening. And that was a bad idea. And I promptly gained like 30 pounds and became a crazy person. And then I also had a hole in my uterus. So like... Because of the copper yeah. IUD? Yeah. Interesting. So that there were no hormones. Yeah. But... I think, you know, like I've been on hormones since I was like 14 for hormonal birth control. Like, why did I think that was going to be a great switch for me and I was going to feel even better and be awesome? I don't know. I mean, that's what a lot of people say. I mean, I actually looked at the copper IUD first and they were like, you know, it's not going to change the fact that you have a period every three weeks as your normal cycle. And I was like, oh, God. Right. I would like to change that. Right. I want to I want to I want to get rid of that because I can't spend two weeks every three weeks an absolute depressed mess like i can't do it anymore so yeah yeah that's why i went to the hormonal and we'll see how it goes i'm sure it'll be great for you i'm sure it'll be lovely i hope so i mean if the insertion has anything to say about it it's gonna be smooth sailing from here on out (laughs) see you in three years bitches well i've never there's never been a time where the two of us have been the same at anything so i'm sure it'll be a completely opposite experience your uterus will be completely opposite from mine (laughs) that's true okay we have to get into some math. We got to get into some romancing with the Night King. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do know what you're saying. Excellent. <laughs> so when we left off, they had just been to the bone carver. She had laid yes. her heart bare. She had, Resand had learned some things about how she followed 
a tether back to home. Back home. Which is and that was him. the only reason she didn't die in the ah. darkness was oh she had God. that tether and she pulled on it. She pulled and, she and he pulled it back. And then he tried to kill Amarantha with a knife. And then all Tamlin did was grovel and cry. And mm-hmm. then she went home with him. So anyway, that was last book. Tamlin got pissed and tried to kill Bertha, but like only after What's Her Face died, though. Yeah, he didn't. Do. I just want to give Tamlin like a smidgen of credit. He did do so. Didn't he ultimately kill her? Or he like he according did something. to this book, he did literally nothing. Every time she recalls what <laughs> happened under the mountain, Tamlin just <laughs> he might have roared. I swear, Tamlin did something, but it was like way too late. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh. But like anyway. Reese was like sneaky and like behind her. With a knife. Sure. You know what? Yeah. I'm just not in a place where I can give Tamlin any benefit of the doubt. I just can't well, do it. So that's that's where my up, brain my is. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So, Rhysand. Right. They're back at the townhouse after seeing the bone carver. Ooh. And Rhysand asks her to be his emissary to the mortal realm. It's the first time he's, like, given her a title. And mm-hmm. that she has something to do. Because basically it means that they're going to have the meeting at her sister's house. <laughs> right. They're, he's like, I really want to do this at your sister's house because it's the only building I know that's right. on the other side of the wall. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're my emissary to the mortal <laughs> realm. Would you mind asking your sister if we can use her house? Thanks. Yeah. Because they need to meet with those queens. Those I've yeah. been spelling queens, K-W-E-E-N-S, in R- <laughs> or Z in all of my notes. Mostly... <laughs> For the Queens. Golden Queen. Yeah. Mostly for the Golden Queen because I think she needs more glory yes. than she gets. All right. Yes. So then he's like, you know what we should do, though? We should test whether no. or not you can be a bloodhound for things that are tied to high This Lord. is straight <laughs> bullshit. This is straight bullshit now it. and when we know everything. <laughs> so Reason's like, listen, there's this god lady who lives in the forest who eats souls for a living that's her whole thing that is actually her whole i don't job. even think he tells favor that he's just like no. oh she's an old lady it's fine no he's like she's the scariest thing ever but yeah. you gotta get tested get tested <laughs> all right ridiculous <laughs> he's like we need to figure out if you can locate objects that belong to all the different lords because of all your different you know multiple spit powers okay right and they need to be able to detect the book that's in the summer court which is tied to summer's magic so that's what's up. Sure. Yeah. So we're going to send you into this house with this deadly god of soul eating and see if you can sit. And she will know as soon as you walk in that you're in there and she will want to murder you with her soul eating mouth. Yeah. Her gaping maw of a soul eating mouth. And then she's going to weave your body into oh, god. fabrics. <laughs> yeah. Would you mind grabbing something in there that's mine? I'm not going to tell you what. And then getting out of there. Thanks. This is ridiculous. And we find out later. Uh Uh-huh. Should I just spoil it? Yeah, let's just just spoil it. Yeah. We find out later that the reason that he's sending her in there is that his mother willed him a ring, like an engagement ring. A real important family heirloom ring. A nice, it's a good one. It's a nice (laughs) ring. And then handed it to this weaver lady, the goddess of soul eating and weaving, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because she thought that any woman that would be worthy of her son would be able to go in there and get that ring for herself. And if not, she'd be dead. Right. And so (laughs) Reese is like, well, I need to test it out with this lady because I like her. Yeah, I like her a lot. She's pretty great. also... 
Yeah, but like, Feyre, if she dies, if she fails, if she's not worthy of being your GF or whatever, Reese, that's the whole fairy race and also all the humans. Everybody's dead now. Yeah, so congratulations, Reese. You put your girlfriend through the girlfriend test and now everybody dies. Everybody dies and everybody's a Good slave. job, Reason. Because he knows that she's the key to doing all the stuff, like finding the summer book in the summer court. Right. And idiot. Well, I also love that um, he does this like while she's firmly PTSD. Oh, yeah. She's not in best shape. 100%. At all. At all. And he tries to spin it later as like, oh, yeah. You lived through it. You did it. You mastered your panic. Yeah. Now you know how to cure your PTSD (laughs) from the inside. (laughs) Bullshit, Reese. It's so good. But here's the thing like every other total plot flaw in this book, I'm like, I I know what you're doing, Sarah. Yep. But I'm good with it. Give me a spoon. Really like that weaver. For the first time in my life, I want a bigger spoon. Yep. Yum, 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 yum. Okay. Give me the biggest spoon. <laughs> right. So they go to the weaver. It goes sideways real quick. She gets the ring, but then she has to climb up a chimney that is coated oh in human and other fairy fat because the weaver boils people down up in there. The roof is human hair. It's made of hair. She shimmies up this chimney to get rid of the weaver. The weaver lights a fire in the fireplace. She's mm. already like opened up her mouth and there's like no teeth and it's like a gaping hole and she's like unhinged her jaw and trying to oh, be yeah. like ah oh, like yeah. eat her soul. So it's already pretty scary up in here. She is maneuvering up the chimney trying to get out realizes that the chimney is coated in human fat then this bitch lights a fire under her so now it's cooking and then she's <gasps> like so then she starts <gasps> banging on the thing and throwing bricks from the chimney down oh my which god is a, it's yeah. actually a really good move hits her in the face which apparently oh. is how you kill a god throw no, she a brick die. at the, whatever sarah it's fine but, but I'm she good. stops she stops for long enough that she can hightail it out of there she jumps yeah. from the hair thatched oh roof <laughs> and that hair is sticking to the fat yeah all over you her. can't s- skip over the fact that she's covered in the human fat and oil and then she rolls down that roof and just Ugh. gets all the human hair yep. the roof is made of just stuck to her yeah and then all these fairies have the nerve to be like gross yeah you <laughs> smell goes- so bad actually i think one of them is like barbecue delish <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, she runs over, like she runs through the trees, like in the treetops, mm-hmm. because she jumps from the roof. And Reese is just like lounging a mm-hmm. long way away, being like, well, "Hey, girl, you did it." If he gets <laughs> too close, oh, and she gets that ring. If he gets too close, yeah. then she, the Weaver's gonna know he's there. And I'm like, who the fuck cares, Reese? The Weaver knows your girlfriend's there. Help her out. Yeah, no, I know, but no, she needed to feel empowered. So, oh, can I just say, um, before all of this, we got to hit the romantical parts. Because before all of this, he oh, like, yeah. helps her get ready and he helps her get dressed. Oh, my God. It he, was like, so good. Oh, boy. He has her step into this belt of knives and he's mm-hmm. kneeling in front of her. And she's like, oh, this is nice. Oh, yeah. Do it. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know where you're looking, but he like straps this thing. He tightened the strap, strong, capable hands, so at odds with the finery he usually wore to dazzle the rest of the world into thinking he was something else entirely. <sighs> do not make a sound. Do not touch anything but the object that she took from me. Reese looked up, his hands braced on my thighs. 
bow he'd once ordered Tamlin. Do you guys remember that when I he came to that. Tamlin's house? Vividly. Yeah, bow he'd once ordered Tamlin, and now here he was on his knees before me. His eyes glinted as if he remembered it too. Had that been part of his game, the facade, or had it been vengeance for the horrible blood feud between them? Oh, they have a horrible blood feud. Right, right. We learn about that in this book, too. They, like, killed each other's families. It's fine. Yeah. So then his hands linger on her legs, and she says, so I'm your huntress and thief? And he Uh. says, you are my salvation, Farah. Salvation. Salvation. And then on the way there, they have some great flirty, fun banter about, like, he says something about, like, oh. Oh, um, wait. I got it. I got it. Oh, so okay. on the way, he says that Cassian tried to talk him out of taking her. Yeah, because Cassian's smart. And that Cassian might just want to fuck her. That doesn't mean he wants to fuck her. That just means he's a smart person. He's like, no. hey, don't murder her today. No, but listen, he doesn't mean that. So he's like, Cassian might just want to fuck you. Uh-huh. And she's like, ugh, this is just stupid. And he's like, you could, you know, Reese said, holding up the branch of a scrawny beach for me to slip under. If you needed to move on in a physical sense, I'm sure Cassian would be more than happy to oblige. Bullshit. And she thinks this sounds like a test in and of itself. And so she's like, great. Yeah. Send him to my room. And, Let's do it. And he goes, did you like the sight of me kneeling before you this morning? Ugh. And she knows he can hear her heart start pounding. And uh, his answering smile evoked the silken sheets and jasmine scented breezes at midnight. Love it. And then she realizes, you know, that he's trying to distract her from this horrendous thing he's asking her to do and like, you know, make her angry so that she doesn't freak out. And they do the whole Weaver thing. She gets away. And then since they haven't heard back from the summer court, they decide to go down to Nesta and Elaine's house in the mortal realm to send a message to the queens and ask Mm -hmm. Nesta and Elaine if they'd help. Yeah. It doesn't go great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it goes fine. You know, Nesta's real pissed about literally everything, as usual. Well, like, Pharaoh walks in. I guess these two, did they not know she was a fairy before this? No, I guess they didn't. they did not know. So Feyre walks in and like immediately Elaine, the weepy one, is like real weepy about the fact that Feyre is a fairy now. And Nest is like real pissed about it. And they do not get over it in any kind of way. No. Feyre is very like, I'm sorry. I didn't ask to be a fairy. Like they saved my life and made me a fairy. I was going to die. And both of these stupid sisters are like, we would have preferred that. Basically, sorry. Wish you were dead. No, Elaine's not like that, but still, it's very uh, tense. No, it's really weird. And then um, they decide to stay in two separate rooms, and mm-hmm. Reese is sleeping on the floor in Feyre's room, and they have the cutest, saddest, sweetest conversation at bedtime, where she gets into bed, and it's already warm, and she's like, uh-huh. oh, wow, thank you, Resand, because he magicked it into warmness. Yeah, which... That's a great quality in a man. If oh. you can find somebody who can magically warm your bed for you, yeah. it's great. I need to get Michael into magic lessons or something because <laughs> it would make him the perfect man. Um, <laughs> but his response to that was real weird. No, it wasn't. It was oh, really sad. Oh, I found it to be very weird. Oh, he's nope. basically like, he actually says, wow, in all the 50 years that I was under the mountain, Amarantha never thanked me for that. Yeah, she was also... Like, murdered all your friends. Like, the thing that you're a little (laughs) bit sad about now is that she never thanked you for making her bed warmer. Why were you even making her bed warmer then? (laughs) Because he had to be on her good side. Yeah, but if she didn't give a shit about it, 
then why keep doing it? <laughs> the whole thing is to make sure she trusts him and is happy. If she's like not giving a shit about the warmth of the bed. No, I don't think that I don't think that it's, it's that she weird. gave a shit. It's that she was always so entitled to it. That was my read on it. I just feel like she raped him for fifty years and right. murdered all of his friends. Maybe he could find something to be weepy about that's not that she didn't thank him every night for magically warming her bed. I thought it was very weird. Anyway. But I did like I think they had a little conversation about lingerie that was really cute here. Oh yeah, because I think he magicked her some pajamas because they didn't. Yep, they didn't plan to stay the night, and uh-huh. he's like, "Yeah, I magicked you those like lacy underpants if you wouldn't mind throwing those on for the night." And she's like, "Ha ha, give me some pajamas." Yeah, it's really sweet. Okay, so the next morning they're like, "We don't really have much to do, so let's go into the woods and train. Let's train your powers." Oh my god! So they're training powers, and she's like, "Okay, I can't focus with your sexiness all around You're me. You're too sexy. You're, You're too, too sexy. You're too sexy. You're too That's sexy." Right. Yeah. So take your dark self back to the house, please. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I'll, yeah, I'll great idea. Never. Great idea. Great idea. Actually, great idea that you have counted <laughs> on this happening. That's I'm right. the worst, and so I'm gonna peace out." Bye. <laughs> all of a sudden, she gets ambushed by the adder. The adder the, who the adder, killed you guys. Claire better, who yeah. did all the bad things. That was kind of written if you haven't read the book. Adder is <laughs> real mean and real mm-hmm. murdery and nearly murders up Feyre. But then Recent is all like, well, basically they capture the adder and like the shadow singer guy, he's going to torture him and stuff. It doesn't, none of this matters, except that. Except that Azrael is slinging shadows all over the place. That's the shadow slinger. (laughs) Sure. But like, this doesn't really matter to the plot, except that Recent was like, oh yeah, yeah, I left you alone in the woods for basically because I wanted to see what the adder was sniffing around and I wanted to come out of the woodwork. And she's yeah. like, what the actual fuck, dude? I'm glad she was she pissed. Should. Oh, yeah. Because after he told her about the ring at the end, I would have been like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> you, I'm sorry. She took that really well, didn't she? Yeah, because the, well, the thing is, he folded it into a lot of <laughs> yeah. other love shit, so she didn't even notice. But, yeah. like, I'm real glad she was at least pissed about this one, because, like... Yeah. There would have been screeching breaks in my mind. Yeah. And honestly, she trusts him enough that if he was like, hey, listen, Feyre, I'd like you to do a danger thing and get used as bait in the woods, she would have been like, yeah, I'm game. Into it. Yeah. Yeah. And so she flips out because she's like, you're doing the same thing that Tamlin did. Uh Uh-huh. You're keeping all of the information from me. And that is not okay. And it's more danger. (laughs) Oh, God. More danger. You're going to get me killed. So she attacks him. She manages to winnow. She manages to do a bunch of stuff. She beats the living tar out of him a little bit. Yeah. Winnowing is fairy speak for apparating. That's right. And now Feyre can do it. Yeah, kind of. She can only do it what she can't replicate what she did, but she did it at one time. She can't winnow a whole fucking army across fairyland. That's for sure. That happens in the third book as reason winnows one by one an army. Yeah, that (laughs) happens. Don't look at me confused because I looked at the book confused for like the 200 pages. This is just happening. It was crazy. Anyway, so wait, it is a little bit crazy because as she's fighting with him, she pushes him and he goes back like really far. And Mm -hmm. it says that she was surprised at her strength because she forgot. And that's what she thought. And then he says, yes, you did. Resan snarled. Yeah. Reading the surprise on my face, that icy calm shattering. 
You forgot that strength that you could burn and become darkness and grow claws. You forgot. Mm. You stopped fighting. Mm. Oh. And That's then good. she remembers how to fight. Uh-huh. And that one echoes around in her brain for a while. And then oh, as yeah. the reader, we think like, oh, Reason did this whole thing on purpose to provoke her so that she would know her own strength and her own power. But like, um, no. Mm, <laughs> I don't give you that much credit. You know what? I swallowed it. Hook, line, and sinker. And more than that, oh yeah, she tackles into the ground and she tells him not to use him as bait, use her as bait ever again. But more importantly, she feels how big he is under her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Penis-wise. <laughs> well, also full body. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But also penis-wise. But also in the penis region. <laughs> <laughs> so they send a message to the queens and fuck off back to the night court. and uh, Which they could have done. From, well, I guess they asked Elaine and Nesta if they could use their house. Yeah, they had to formally yeah. ask and all of that. Yeah. So she's up at Valaris, and Resand goes down to the night court to deal with the adder and to see what Azrael is up to with the adder. And he comes back, and she's like, what happened? He asks her if she really wants to know about all of their tactics. And she's Mm -hmm. like, yes. And so he lets her go into his mind. And he Uh shows her a whole scene about how he's feeling with the adder and how, you know, they torture the adder and blah, 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 blah. And then they let him go. And basically debilitate him and send him back to Highburn to send a message. Yeah. Well, great idea, Night Court. Yeah. I feel like you could have uh, sent his body back as a message. Yeah. You know? Send his head back on a spike like you did in the first book. <laughs> but book two, Reason's not a murderer anymore. He only murders for real good reasons. Or maybe <laughs> never. I don't know. But like, this is one of those righteous murders he could have done. But that also works out in everybody's favor at the end. So I'm fine with that, too. Sure. I'm telling you, I'm totally fine with everything. Okay. And then he apologizes again. And she asked him to take her on the town and everyone goes to dinner and oh, she right. says the food makes her start feeling, quote unquote, awake for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else goes dancing and she and Reese walk around and she hears some music at a cafe and realizes that it's the same tune she thought she hallucinated in her cell under the mountain when she was like breaking, when she was uh-huh. mentally broken. Uh-huh. And then she looks at him and she's like, you. You sent me that music. Why did you do that? And he's like, it's the only thing I could think of to keep you from just completely shattering. Yeah. And oh, it is so perfect. And she's like, thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for Under the Mountain. Thank you for being so sexy in my presence all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, I just appreciate it so much. (laughs) Again, I ate it up, but also he could have just made her be happy. Tortured and deadened, you know? Oh yeah, Connie Britton and he just with like her made her happy. Curled locks. Yeah. Uh-huh. He yeah, took away yeah, all yeah, of yeah. her pain. Right. Yeah, right. he just took it all away. Why couldn't he have to send her a sign? We don't know that yet. Okay, okay alright, okay. But still. <laughs> so they start flirting via vanishing letter when they get back to the yes. house. It is so hot. So He's like, you should come tend to my wounds from this morning. And she's like, uh-huh. go lick your wounds and leave me alone. And he responds, I'd rather you lick like, my wounds for yeah. me. Uh-huh. And then her heart starts appropriately 
racing. Uh-huh. Because she's, she's got like, a big old crush on the Night King. Big old crush. And she's like, where would you like me to link you? And he goes, I'd be fine with everywhere, but I can give you... He's basically like, I can give you direction if you want. Uh-huh. And then she says she hopes his looking has improved since it wasn't very good under the mountain. And she... <laughs> And then in the uh, in her internal monologue, she's like, I am such a liar uh-huh. because he did the most to keep her alive and sane. And then finally, he's like, Farah, I would love to prove you wrong because people mm-hmm. have told me that I'm pretty much expert level. Uh-huh. And then I died. I This is my ghost talking to you. And can I just <laughs> I got a <laughs> I got a bing boom bong something real quick. Bing boom bong. Yes. Slow burns with melody. Because this is a slow burn. This is a slow burn. I usually don't like slow burns, except when I'm sizzling. It's got a burn. Except when my face is melting. Then I'm like, yeah, give me all the slow burns. Uh-huh. And this is face meltingly good. The fuse has to be lit. You can't just stare the, at the fuse for 300 pages being like, yeah. should we light it? No, it's got to be lit the whole no, time. That's what that's a slow right. burn is. That's yes. right. And like, I realized I was having the same physical reactions that Pharaoh was every time she got a note back. <laughs> I realized that when she clamped her lips shut to keep from smiling, I had not only clamped my lips shut, but I had one hand over my mouth. Oh, yeah. And then when she clenched her knees together, y'all best believe I was doing the exact same thing. <laughs> so anyway. It's hot. It's super, super duper hot. And for oh, that, yeah. I will forgive all plot holes that's right i don't even notice that what plot holes i refuse to i refuse to listen to you (laughs) fair understood yeah do you remember that time we were texting and i had sent you a screenshot of something and you were like oh that's full of spoilers because now you know who the couples are and i i told you oh no i just decided to forget the names that were included because then i won't know Yeah. It was this season, all the different magicians that are sleeping with each other on uh-huh. the magicians. And it was like all their names spushed together into a hashtag. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I just decided not to notice which names were spushed together. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what is your life? Like, A, the idea that you could not notice. There's only seven characters. <laughs> which names are spushed together? Second, that you wouldn't sit there and like fixate on them to find out. Nope. Blows my brain open. Nope, I, I don't understand any to. part of you. Yep. Nothing. Don't get Sometimes it. Sometimes ADD really comes in handy. I can just Oof. decide to get <laughs> to not care. <laughs> okay. So then she decides that she's going to train with Cassian. And oh man, as she's like boxing with Cassian, Reese and Azriel are sword fighting without shirts on and it's like cling clang pectoral muscles (laughs) swoosh hot tattooed torsos (laughs) duck cling (laughs) I don't remember the scene (laughs) oh yeah no that's definitely how it was (laughs) Perry step back oh look at the sweat going down his arms (laughs) Don't use sword <laughs> words. We're gonna get emailed. <laughs> Perry, look at yeah. you. Stab, swing. Yeah, plunge. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then mm-hmm. she sees the painting she would create. So then Cassian asked her about the letter. She, oh, she wrote a letter to Tamlin. It was like Tamlin, you were abusive. I'm not coming home. I'm really, really happy now. Move on with your life, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everything that you did because she was trying to be mm-hmm. diplomatic and she's also still a little bit in abuse time. Yeah. Oh, man. And then this scene is so cinematic because 
she's doing like boxing repetitions, like one, two, mm-hmm. one, two with Cassian. And she has the most beautiful breakdown in between all of it. She thinks about yeah. Tamlin. She thinks about Under the Mountain. She thinks about the fairies she killed. And all of a sudden she realizes that she has burned through her gloves and the pads and Cassian's just barehanded, ready yeah. to take he the just, next blow. He's just good with it. Oh. He's a good friend, Cassian. Good buddy. Yeah. Yeah, and she's sobbing, and she's like, it should have been me. Like, I, bleh, and then Reese comes over, and he hugs her, and he wraps his wings Oh, he wraps wings his wings around her. Around her. He wraps his, his wings His sweaty wings, it. his sweaty oh, citrus God, yeah, he's been doing his swords. Sling, uh, cling, clang. Oh, sweat. Cling, <laughs> <laughs> cling, clang, sweat. Yep. <laughs> and then he tells her that she'll always feel that way, but she can use that feeling for good. And then he talks oh. about losing his mom and sister. Uh-huh. He's like, I because felt the Tamlin same way. murdered them dead. We don't know that yet. But oh, yeah. right. But that's right. why, though. And Aaron. Yeah. He's always building her back up. He is. Uh, but he's also tearing her all the way down. You know. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut I'm your mouth. It. I just want to say it out loud, <laughs> but I'm good with it. Okay, so then yes. we go to the place that I think I like best. Yes. Summer Court invites them to visit. <laughs> it makes me go full puppet. It has the best climate. It has ocean everywhere. It I don't has know why my favorite color palette. <laughs> Just like royal blues, bright sea blues and stuff. Oh, sea blues and golds and just sunlight and water everywhere. I can't even. I don't know why I didn't anticipate you being like, tits out for summer court. (laughs) Tits out. (laughs) Tits out for summer court. Where you want me to dance? I'll dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So they banter about things. Oh, because they like went out again and she had been mm-hmm. watching him at a bar and like mm-hmm. watching who was going up to them and and who was inviting him back to their bed and all of that. And it was really good. And she was like, hmm, he didn't he didn't take anybody uh, anybody up on their offer that I know of. Uh-huh. And then um, as they're bantering, he says she's territorial. And then she's like, you haven't been able to stay away from me since the calamari party. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But they're like, they're like running a game because they're like in the summer court because they want to find that book, but they don't want to tell summer court guy. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. So I skipped ahead a little bit. We do have to do one thing first. Yeah. Because we need to go to the moment where they're about to winnow to summer court. Okay. Because this is not important to the plot or the romance. I just need, I'm putting a call out to the listeners. All right. Okay. Here's what happens. Rhysand is standing there with Amran, and he's real, real salty. And <laughs> he says that Cassian and Azriel, quote, took him for all he was worth in cards the night before. Uh-huh. And then he says he's only a sore loser when his brothers tag team him. Now, <laughs> all <laughs> you Akatar, dirty, dirty, dirty minds out there. They're I know. Not real brothers. I know that there is fan not, fiction out there that you can. They're not real it's not brothers. Cousin stuff. If they're not related, that's right. But it can be. It, a can, it can be if you need it to be erotic but. scene between Reese, Cassian, and Azrael over a poker table or a fairy poker table. Do I care? No. 
But if there is fan fiction that you know about, please email us at heavingbosomspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You need to be a good friend. All right. This is how you can be a good friend. Thank you very much. Okay. So they're going to the summer court. Hashtag tits out for the summer court. Tits out for summer. Because they're trying to get that book from the night. There's two books. One is with those queens. One is with the night court. They need or the summer court because they need it to nullify the bathtub. And the bathtub is the evil (laughs) bathtub. Listen, guys, it's it's a rough plot, but you just gotta go with it. So they're gonna trick Summer Man into letting them hang out there until Feyre can sense where the book is because it belongs to Summerman. Yeah. She will somehow be able to distinguish it from all the other things in the summer court that belong to Summerman. You know, which is everything. Exactly. No. Mm-mm. Different, different. Because when she went to the Weaver, she was like, I'm in the Weaver's house. I am going to find the one <laughs> thing in here that belongs to a Night Lord. And she was like, hmm, and like made her brain reach out to all the objects and test them and be like, is this a Night Court object? Yeah. No. Is this a Night Court object? <laughs> no. But then when she said the Summer Court, she's reaching out to all the objects and being like, is this a Summer Court? object it's yes. more than that because is she's that also reaching out to the object? cauldron get your no yes. it's more nuanced than that Aaron. and I you guess know it. it must be <laughs> okay so wait so they meet tarquin the high lord of summer and real uh, hot he uh-huh oh, yeah. Hot and oh, sexy. yeah he's a he's a youngin and uh He's got this beautiful don't, dark skin and white not hair. He's youngin. Don't, he's 80 don't years old. Ask, yeah, but he's not like 15. Don't, you know, he's he's old enough to be sexy. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Gross. Yeah, well, like, I, when you but say I'm, youngin. Ew. I'm yeah. saying like he's her age, but in fairy fairy time. Yeah. Okay, so Tarquin can't stop looking at her. And no. she doesn't hate it. Yeah. And... Then he says that he's throwing them a party on his quote unquote pleasure barge. Okay, let's review. <laughs> Best climate all year long. Best color palette out of uh-huh. all the courts. Plus a pleasure barge? Like permission uh-huh. to come aboard, please? <laughs> because <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Like in the third one, I was pretty curious about Winter Court. They seem to have some cute Ew. fashions. Of course you were, you weird Alaskan. Of course you No, you know what you did? You looked at what they were wearing and you were like, I know that the Swedish fairies are wearing that right now. Like yeah, I yeah, just yeah. know it. Oh because god. Apparently yes. you guys you guys all Alaskan <laughs> fashion is like the latest hot thing in Sweden. Because Arctic be- fashion. Yeah. Like, so there's weird. a whole other Arctic fashion, I don't know how to say it, like, uh, culture. But yeah. we're like, ooh, those are the Sorrel boots the Swedes are wearing these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, is that the new scoop? Oh my gosh, I need that quilted mini skirt. Pardon yeah. me? Just <laughs> get out of here, quilted mini skirt. Nobody should it's wear you a mini skirt. It's in down. Alaska. It's like a jacket, but a it's a skirt. Quilted mini skirt. What's great is they're all like Swedish names for things. Like, girl, you got that scoop? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Scoops. Okay. It's gonna be my lady love. Get you scoop. Oh, don't you guys? Don't do it. Yeah, but you know, it's it's definitely like seasons ago. I mean, you're five years late on the scoop. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, everyone has one now. Yeah. You know, not in Wisconsin, but in Alaska and Sweden. Well, oh, they're not Arctic. They are lately. Okay. So he comes to her room. Uh, Rhysand comes to her room mm-hmm. after they're all unpacked and everything. And he's like, man, I really hate doing this because I actually like Tarquin. And so please don't get caught. And also, mm-hmm. he looks at you a lot. So uh-huh. what do you think about that? Use it. Use your sexiness like the Slytherin you are. And she's like, ugh, this again, first Cassian and now Tarquin? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But meanwhile, like, he's flirting with all kind of summer court ladies. Not yet. Oh, okay. All right. Not cool, yet. cool, 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 cool. All right. So he says, do anything to succeed with the mission. And she goes, yes. Slytherin, Slytherin, <laughs> Slytherin. Anything? His brows rose. I breathed. If I fucked him for it, what would you do? His pupils flared and his gaze dropped to my mouth. The wood dresser groaned beneath his hands. You say such atrocious things. I waited, my heart an uneven beat. He at last met my eyes again. You're always free to do what you want, with whomever you want. So if you want to ride him, go ahead. Maybe I will, though part of me wanted to retort, liar. (laughs) Fine. His breath caressed my mouth. Fine, I said, aware of each inch between us. Uh, The distance smaller and smaller. The challenge heightening with each second, neither of us moved. Oh, boy. (laughs) They don't. But she does drench him with water, which is really great because that's the summer court's power is Uh water, I guess. And when she's in the court, it's like more. It's it's like at an 11 or whatever. But like, listen to that metaphor, how she drenched him with water. (laughs) (laughs) Other things are drenched. Okay. So, she's on this pleasure barge. Um, she is <laughs> she is sandwiched between hot ass summer king and sizzling night king. Rissan, you know what? I just want to say this. Mm. Speaking of other slow burns that we're comparing this to, that are inferior. Mm. Hashtag Waffle and Peg. That's the one. A pleasure barge would have been a nice addition to that. That seems like something an NFL team would have as a pleasure it barge. Does yeah. If you don't want to go to the club, you uh-huh. don't have to. Pleasure barge. Pleasure barge it up. Pleasure barge. <laughs> Just putting that out there for any writers who might be writing a sports romance. Get a pleasure barge yeah, for your get you billionaire. On a cruise. Yeah, that's right. right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. So she's feeling super pretty for the first time in a while. She chose her own dress. And she's yeah. like, I even like the way I look. I got garlands in my hair and shit. Uh-huh. And Doing Reese great. has not even noticed. He didn't nope. look at me once. He doesn't give nope. a shit. Uh-uh. And so she and Summer banter. He wants all Faye to be equal. And she says that it would probably be super easy to love him and even easier uh-huh. to be his friend. Uh-huh. And I say, cosign! Because <laughs> <laughs> she's manipulating. She's slithering. But she's like kind of not. not. She means she it. means that, but like yeah. she's slithering. She's, she's trying slithering. to get at that book. Oh yeah, she's got to get that book through again. Espionage and not magical powers. Okay. She's like, I need you to tell me the exact location of this because I'm oh. noticing that everything here belongs to you. <laughs> Which really is fucking up my stuff. No, that's okay. not in the book, but that's in my brain because that's, that's a. Huge that's problem a big with the boom whole bomb. thing. Logistics with Aaron situation. Yeah, like, <laughs> magical powers with Aaron. Okay. Then she looks over and she's like, not only did he not notice my cleavage, but he's sitting awful close to that lady and whispering sweet nothings into her ear. And yeah. 
touching on her hand. And yeah, she but she's doing espionage now. too. No, she needs air. She can't do it. She doesn't like it. She's feeling mm. jealousy and she mm-hmm. doesn't like it. So she goes down to a deserted part of the barge and she realizes as the hour, the final hour of the cruise goes by that she's waiting for Reese to come talk to her because yeah. she's always waiting for Reese to come talk to her. Which is so passive aggressive. Ladies, it never is. go to an isolated part of the party and like cross your arms across your chest and be like, he needs to come talk to me yeah. because of reasons. Although, haven't we all been there? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm just giving advice to the younger listeners. That's a it's bad true. idea. Yeah, don't do not do that. Just confront people directly. So, he does not come talk to her. And as no. she gets off the barge, um, she realizes that he has gone somewhere with the other lady who's missing uh-huh. from their party. Yeah. And she doesn't see him for the rest of the night. She thinks to herself that she hopes they go to her room to fuck so that she doesn't have to hear it yeah. because Reese can fuck whoever he wants and they owe each other nothing and she doesn't uh-huh. care about she doesn't anything. Care. She doesn't care. She it's doesn't fine. care. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're friends. Uh-huh. So there. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day she hermits in her room all day. Doesn't come to, to breakfast. Doesn't come to lunch. She plays with her water animals in the bathtub. Yeah. Making You're some- bad at spying, Feyre. <laughs> bad at it. Bad at it. Well, because she set up a date with Summer to see his treasure trove, thinking mm-hmm. that maybe the book is in with all the treasure. Because again, she he has to lead her directly to the book, Stop or it. else she's not going to be able to find it. <laughs> yeah, you're bad at spying, Feyre. Bad. So she goes down to um, where she's meeting up with Summer, and mm-hmm. Reese is there because they've just been in a meeting. She looks mm-hmm. at everyone and talks to everyone but Reese. Not yeah. It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's uh-huh. a lot of passive aggressive nonsense. And she takes Summer's arm when they head off, and she feels something on her mental shield that feels a lot like the jealousy she felt yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so she basically just like shakes her booty on the way out and uh-huh. gives gives Summer a big all smile. Uh huh. She doesn't feel the book on the tour, but they flirt, and he talks nope. about yep. maybe um she could be like her. Uh, she could be his ally and, you know, put uh-huh. a good word in with Reese because he wants uh-huh. a he wants an allyship or whatever. Alliance. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. An allyship. Anytime. Yeah. Pleasure barge with <laughs> Pleasure all barge. of my friends. <laughs> That's an allyship. <laughs> that is- <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's where uh-huh. I went. Okay. Yeah. Still on that pleasure barge. So he does give her this real pretty necklace. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Reese is lazing on her bed when she gets back and she's still pretty salty mm-hmm. and uh, they sort of fight and he tells her that he didn't sleep with or even kiss the lady. You know, he just pumped her for info and then dropped her back at her room like also, a spy. That's fine. He can, he can pump into that lady in other ways as well. He doesn't know her anything. Oh, no. But we know why he won't Yeah, I know. Later. But I'm also like, Reese, you don't have to apologize for this. Like, stand your ground. No. Huh. You don't. You don't at all. No, but he's enamored. Uh-huh. So he says that he was really, really jealous because she smiled at Tarquin. Oh. And he heard her say that it would be easy to love him. And he's like, mm-hmm. it would be easy to love him mm-hmm. because he's easy and life with him would be easy. Whereas life with uh-huh. Reese would never be easy. No. And he says that Tarquin will never know what it's like to look up at the night sky and wish. Uh-huh. And then they do this beautiful toast. She walks over to him and pours him some, some more whiskey or whatever fairy whiskey is. <clears throat> and she says that uh, 
she says to all the people who look up at the sky and wish and uh-huh. i think he says something like and you know dreams coming true or whatever yeah. i don't know it's fucking gorgeous the dreamers or whatever and like tarquin he just lives on his pleasure boat all the time and he's just like a pleasure boat person he but is. at the same time like i kind of feel like that's not very fair to tarquin whose whole family died under the mountain <laughs> he's living with a lot of discord in his thing because he's trying to make everybody equal and like yeah you know, he's Tarquin's a dreamer too yeah he's got yeah. problems that's right you know, but i like the toast i do too <laughs> oh yeah i'm sorry i have it here he goes to the people who look up at the stars and wish reese he picked up his glass his gaze so piercing that i wondered why i bothered blushing for tarquin at all mm. reese clinked his glass against mine to the stars who listen and the dreams that are answered <gasps> mm. okay so it's it's a while. And then she realizes the book is in this hut yeah. that's usually under the water. But when yeah. the, when it's low tide, you can see this stupid hut. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this is what we need to do. We need to infiltrate this hut. Right. And she does some some demodying that's really advanced. And yeah, Reese is that's very like, impressed. That's going into people's brains. That's the that? one. Yeah. Yeah. So they decide to go in at night. Um, she and Amber are going to go in. Reese is going to be flying around up top. Again, Reese, not going on the mission. Leading from <laughs> the back. <laughs> Leading from the over there. I know. I know. In the third book, there's a lot of like, ugh, the King of Highburn is never at his battles. And like, yeah. Reese is always at his battles. And I'm like, yeah, he's there's not a lot of like, missions. Yeah. I'm like, there's <laughs> a lot of Reese has to fight the whole battle alone and carry every soldier into the right. invasion. I'm just like, well, wh- why didn't he go into the little hut, though? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. So the mission goes super sideways and all bre- hell breaks loose. It's in mm-hmm. this under chamber. The under chamber realizes... Thing. All the yeah. alarms go off. They almost get drowned. But then, all of a oh sudden... Oh my god, remember that golem with the fishes? Who was like, <laughs> the fishes is... That, that, that golem had no fishes, but now she owes a debt. Remember that snazzy golem with the snazzy earrings? He's just yeah. swimming around in the lake <laughs> with Tamlin's earrings on? Yeah. She's gonna with go... Tamlin's earrings yeah. on. The that earrings that, right? that Tamlin wears. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm so, so fancy, good. sis. Yes. <laughs> I, I paid my tip. <laughs> yeah. I paid my tip and now I'm wearing Time earrings. Tiffy. <laughs> okay. I'ma do it. So So she saves her and she's a real cranker about it. Well, I don't know. It's like it's, her or her family like, members or whatever, but everybody's yeah, like, it's we like paid, a water race of some kind. Paid your stupid debt. And like yeah. they were like, I didn't even know there was a debt, so right. thanks, I exactly. guess. Like all right. And meanwhile, Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Reese upstairs mm-hmm. has knocked out all of the guards with his fists instead of demodying him. And this is where my. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have sorry. a plot issue, Melody? No, no. You I'm would mostly... like to bring up and move on? Logistical Melody, I guess? Mm-hmm. Oh, look. It's, it's oh, Bing Did you find bong. an error in a weird, stupid thing Reese did? No. Hmm? No. Hmm. It is Bing Boong Bong. Feyre makes all of the dudes stupid with her pheromones. That's what it is. <laughs> her pheromones. Her pheromones. <laughs> yeah. I know that I shouldn't blame Feyre for the stupidity of men. No, but I really think that she's the common denominator. I'm sorry. She is the common denominator. Tamlin gets smarter when she's not around him. He does. And now Reese seems real dumb. <laughs> 
Yeah, and he was way more awesomer before she showed up. He was putting heads on spikes. He's just murdering oh, yeah. at will. Now he can't murder to save his life. I'm like, do a murder! Murder! <laughs> He's oh, like, oh, I have to keep up this facade of being a murderer. I'm like, then do a murder, Reese. Jeez! <laughs> he is trying to be nice in the summer court, but you would think that he would try Can to I finesse the guards. Yeah. If that's the case. I mean, we're about to go to the court of nightmares and I have some things to say, so let's um, speed this up. Are they sexy things? Because there should be sexy things. They are both sexy things and they are do some oh, murders man. things. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Okay. So they get back the book and Amran is going to try to decode one half and then, oh man, she finds Reese on the roof and he's drinking morosely because Summer Court has put a bounty on all of their heads. Oh, yeah. They sent him some blood rubies, which is a That's thing that is a thing culturally. Yeah. That means we're going to murder you. That's right. The blood rubies are supposed to be a sign of we're going to murder you. But like, wouldn't a part of you just be like, thanks for those Ooh. rubies. Oh, I got some gemstones. Yeah, and that's Amron's reaction. She's like, damn, uh -huh. a ruby. Oh, she fell in love with somebody at the night court or the summer court. It's not important. Oh, yeah. But yeah, she's yeah. like, he sent me a ruby. And everybody's like, he's trying to murder you. And she's like, rubies. But look at my beautiful paperweight. <laughs> I'm a dragon in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she starts trying to get Reese out of his like morose mood by flirting with him a little. And she's like, hey. I bet that uh, if I showed up in some sexy lingerie that I saw in a store in Valaris, then uh, right. he would forgive us. Uh -huh. And Reese was like, oh, really now? Well, maybe I should go help you pick out that lingerie. Yeah. And she's like, mm, maybe. And then Azrael lands. He just, he just bursts in. So she's For a leaving. spy, he sure as fuck doesn't know what's going on down there <laughs> to like yeah, not right? interrupt it. Jeez, Honestly, Azrael. Azrael. So she goes, she goes to walk back, and while she's in the hallway, she starts thinking about what that little interlude would be like if they go to the, oh, yeah. they go to the shop, and then uh -huh. she puts she on this red it. lacy number that she uh -huh. saw, and then he would tell everyone to leave, and then uh -huh. she would, and he would crook his finger at her, oh, God, and she'd like come walk here. over, stand like... between his legs. Uh -huh. And then he'd like lick her navel uh -huh. and then she walks into a wall because uh -huh. <laughs> this, <laughs> this also, is something that Reese has projected into yeah. her mind. <laughs> yeah. He sent that little fantasy to her. Oh, God, it's Ooh, so hot. It is Oof. red hot. Oh, yes. boy. Mm -hmm. um, so then, okay. Again, so then the only thing he could do to cheer her up when she was under the mountain was send her a little song. That's the only thing he could think of. <laughs> <laughs> okay you're a dick i'm okay. sorry he sent her a sexual fantasy so vivid that she walked into a wall and yet <laughs> when she's being tortured and beaten under the mountain he's just like what could i possibly do to make her happy she would I not get, have been ready la, la, for a la, sexual fantasy like i just don't understand it <laughs> She would not have been ready for a sexual fantasy involving Reese. And I don't think he could bring himself to send her a, fa a sexual fantasy of she and Tamlin. A sexual fantasy. He could, like, make it seem like her sisters are there. Or send her a oh, nice fair. memory from her childhood. Or, mm -hmm. I don't know, but instead he's just like, flada lada boo A song she might like. I don't even know if she does. 
Okay. Ridiculous. All right. Maybe she's a country fan, not an orchestral fan. Who knows? It could have really <laughs> pissed her off. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So that night, guess what yeah. time it is, Aaron? It's night. nightmare time. <laughs> <laughs> It's nightmare time. Nightmare time. Roseanne has the sexiest nightmare I've ever he's seen. Having a nightmare. Oh boy. He's projecting he's the night. Having a nightmare. All Super over. It's naked. swirling. It's swirling. There's starlight all up in her room. Also, the uh-huh. house is shaking. It's actually pretty alarming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the powerful man in the world. His brain's going haywire. It's I know. Craziness. I know. So she fights her way through the darkness into his room and she Scouts, she gets up on his bed swirls of the darkness she shakes him and then shakes she him. slaps him reason oh, reason wake up from your nightmare oh it's Farah. it's Farah. sexy sexy nightmare time and then he very sexily grabs her by the throat and throws uh-huh. her down on the bed and gets on top of her and she knows he's super naked yeah and in like a gentle naked sexy way well <laughs> Also in, in a like way, a PTSD nightmare kind yeah, of way. Yeah, but like in a way that's not problematic. He right, reaches up right, for her throat and throws right. her on the bed. That's the one. It's a way yeah. that doesn't raise any alarm bells for you. Just trust us in this. Nor Farah. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Gets on her. And yeah. he's real and then naked. She's like, and then he finally wakes up and he sees her and he goes, Farah. And then he sees his hand on her throat and he takes it away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. And then he backs away from her all naked and he's on his knees <sighs> rubbing his groggy face and his hair. Yeah. She sees those tattoos. She's got these she's got these tattoos on his knees oh, yeah. of mountains. And they're to yeah. remind him that he'll never kneel for nobody's. And I don't yeah, understand how that. mountains remind you that you should never kneel for nobody's, but it's a sexy tattoo that I'm down for. But That's guess the who he's kneeled for several times and right several now on times. the bed. Farah. That's right. <laughs> So anyway, so, what a sexy nightmare. It was a really, really sexy nightmare. Good job, Sarah. Uh-huh. And then, training montage. and uh, <laughs> Accurate. And then, every time he's away, she starts missing him. Mm-hmm. And then, the mortal queens call. Ring, ring. We're the mortal queens. Yep, We've finally gotten queens. around to calling you back. <laughs> it's true. War bitches. Come meet us. We waited the exact amount of time, just like the three days you're supposed to wait when you're dating someone. Yeah, like they got the letter and they're like, should we write back? There's a war coming and it's really, really right. important. And they're like, they're no. Like, mm, let's, let's make them weeks. sweat it out a little yeah. bit because we're queens and they we're need to important. understand that. Like, that's, that's literally right. what they did. It is. Ridiculous. <sighs> so they show up to the house. The queens know how to winnow, which never gets explained. No. Um, they only have Thank some you. magic Thank sometimes. I don't understand. I don't. There's so much. What are they the queens of? Are there countries down there? Like, yeah, are they the each continents. the queen of a different country? I think probably. But yeah. like a couple of them are sisters, right? I don't know. How am I I just, I would like to know the whole history of that so I can herbs it so that I can make sure <laughs> so it's there. So I can there. not actually read it? Yeah. Okay, sure. I just like to know that it's there. That's what I like. So they're like, we're readying our forces on the continent. All the mortals over here can fuck off. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, we can't spend resources defending them. Right. Nesta gets real pissed about that because Nesta's yeah. there. Yeah. And she's like, you better chop this wood when I tell you to, mortal yeah. queens. Yeah. Nesta gets real pissed when Nesta might die. <laughs> This is like, wait, hold up. Hold on. Me dying? I'm selfish and terrible. Right. 
So then they say they might work with them, but Reese has like the worst reputation in the whole wide world. So that if if he can prove that it's not like that in his court, then like maybe. Uh, stupid. Right. And so he's like, well, we got to go to the night court to get a thing that shows them things. The, the we nightmare gotta court. We got to get the an orb. orb. They're going to put their hands on it. That's the one. Remember that time when President Obama put his hand on an orb with a bunch of other, <laughs> like, it was like a bunch of other leaders. Do you remember this? <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, it was I a whole the thing. picture. It was yeah. a ridiculous orb picture. <laughs> yes. Him and I think, like, a Saudi Arabian leader or something, and they uh-huh. had her hand on an orb. That's all I could think of, the whole orb yep. thing. Anyway, they got to get the orb, because they're going to show the queens. Valaris. The orb shows the queens. Valaris. The secret city... I can't. That the has reason been secret is kept for 5, secret years. because he's glamoured the whole world to forget <laughs> about it. I'm sorry. We'll let the nightmares happen first, and then I'll get back yeah, to this. Yeah, but let's, I'm, why don't we do that? This plot, anyway. Okay, so they're like they go back to Valaris first. So they're like, we gotta go to the nightmare court. And Reese at one point is like, I'm really thinking about asking you not to go, Farrah, because I don't want you to see who I am there, who we are there. Blip, exactly. Blip, 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 blip. So he's like, this is the place. I've got to wear my villain mask and be a 100% murder villain who you <laughs> you won't like. You won't like the man that I am at the court of nightmares. This mm-hmm. is where I have to be evil. Why? I'm still not 100% sure why he has to <laughs> bifurcate his kingdom into three different parts, two of which where he's a nice guy and one where he's a bad guy. <laughs> I don't know, but this is what it's going to be. And so I'm willing to accept that huge, humongous plot hole for some murdery Lord of the Darkness. And I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready for him to just like oh, yeah. bloodbath. That's what I'm yeah. expecting. He's going to be a total dick. So and anyway, there, on the way in. But we, oh, nope, doesn't happen. Just wanted no, to let you know he's a little bit slutty. Yeah, let me get to he breaks a bone. Of the no. worst guy in the world. He breaks both of his arms and a pinky. Okay? So. <laughs> Lame. Lame. <laughs> okay. So on the way there, she's like, I'm all in. I'll do whatever we need to do. I'll play whatever role I need to play. I'm, I'm cool. Like, I'm not worried about this. So on the way in, they get shot by some ash arrows. They, uh-huh. like, have to look for the people. His immediate response is to, like, he's like, get Feyre out of here. And she's like, I'm the best at tracking. And then he listens to her because uh-huh. feminist Fey is bae. Yeah. And then, um, then Moore gets her all dressed up like a, like a Grecian harlot. Yes. And it is like a, like a it's skyscape just like, Grecian like, harlot. She's just got, like, a, a strip of material mm-hmm. on each of her boobs and then, like, another strip down the front and, like, another strip yeah. down the back. And it's, like, oh, a yeah. silky, like, a leathery... Silky shiny like leather, shiny shiny starlight leather. Yeah, like a star oh, starship like leathers. Delicious. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> and she looks real slutty in it. Oh boy! And she's got that super red lip, which you know mm-hmm. just means harlot through and through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, so, he sits up there on his nightmare throne, uh-huh. and she sits on his lap because I yeah. guess that's part of it. I don't he gets know why. Right up on I don't his know lap. why she needs to be a slutty slut. Because they are distracting Moore's father so that Azrael can go into their private quarters and get the orb of truth. Yeah. All right. I don't know why her sluttiness is important to that plan. How? I'm, well, ever. I don't know. I don't it's give a shit. I don't it's care. Important to I don't the care. guy. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It, it doesn't matter. Us to watch this incredibly hot scene. Where he's touching up on her thighs. 
He's touching up on her. Waist. She's like writhing on him. She starts moving that booty oh, all over my his God. erection, which she it's, can feel. Oh, it's so good. It is so hot. It's like the hottest scene I've ever read. It uh-huh. was so good. Yeah. And then at one point, Ugh. he gets so far up on her thigh that he feels a little bit of wetness that has happened. She's not wearing panties. She, of course not. No. And Moore didn't have time for panties, okay? No. Moore could not magic no, panties more knew, onto her. Moore knew what was <laughs> more up. Moore knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So um, he touches some wetness, and she sort of stills. She's and embarrassed. He notices. Yeah, she's embarrassed about it. They're not together. Right. And he's trying to make her feel better. And so he's like, it's just a physical response. It doesn't mean anything. It's okay. It's totally fine. But she reads that as like him recoiling from Mm -hmm. her attraction to him. Mm -hmm. Then she starts wondering if like he's so traumatized from being raped for 50 years that he doesn't want any kind of intimacy with anybody. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole thing. But it is real, real hot. So hot, you guys. And, then and as the fan he, art that Jenny oh, Norback sent me oh, of this scene is so good. You guys Google up and be like, I'm a Google Nightmare Throne fan drawings. Google that oh, up because you want to see it. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then she, okay. So then he's like, go over to Cassian because we're done here. Like they've mm-hmm. gotten the orb. We're good. I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing other Night King things. Mm-hmm. And that, as Which she's I hope down, splatter blood all over the wall. I don't I mean, know. Probs, probs. Oh, God. So as she's going past Moore's dad, he says that she's going to get what's coming to her because she's a whore. Yeah. And Resand flips the fuck out. Yeah. I thought he was just going to straight up miss him right there. Yeah, but I guess that not? would be too inconvenient politically. Well, also what he did to Moore and stuff. I just don't get it. What, how they is talk it inconvenient politically to, like, murder everybody in the court of nightmares? These are, people are completely expendable to recent anyway, or he wouldn't keep them in the nightmare court. They keep up the facade. He doesn't care court. about the babies growing up in the nightmare court that <laughs> are going to be nightmare people. He doesn't care. <laughs> Missed him. Do it. Okay. So anyway, instead he breaks all the bones in his arms and a pinky. And a pinky. And he forbids him from going to a healer. And then... After the rest of it, they um he winnows them to a lakeside because he wants to apologize to her like by himself. And then they get into this stupid, stupid argument because she's embarrassed. He's horrified with himself. He feels a lot of shame. Like there's a lot of underlying stuff that doesn't get said. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He tells her not to compare him to Tam- Tamlin. And then she retaliates by saying that he doesn't want anyone to see the real him because they probably won't want something that's so broken. Mm-hmm. And it is heart shattering. Which is the good explanation, Farrah, because I can't think of a politically important one. So it, that may as well be the explanation for why he's doing this three courts inside his court. <laughs> maybe, facade. yeah. Because I, right. maybe that's psychological because it's certainly mm. not strategical. Don't get it. <laughs> so he winnows them back to Valaris and once again, Farrah goes off somewhere hoping that he'll come talk to her. <laughs> uh huh. And she thinks to herself, I do want him. And I feel really bad about that because um, I was just with Tamlin. And she starts thinking to herself, like, whore, traitor. She's got that terrible, misogynistic voice in her head happening. Mm-hmm. But then he doesn't come talk to her. No, and stays that never away for a few works, days. ladies. It never, never works. works. 
so then we skip to the night of Starfall, which is Starfall. a huge thing in the night court. Uh-huh. Yeah. She goes up to this party. She's wearing a fly dress. Like, <laughs> she's looking good. It's like a night sky star glitter number. That's the it's one. like very slinky, slinky, mm-hmm. starry. And it, it molds to all of the curves she has back mm-hmm. now that she's actually She's got curves now because she's eating and she's yep. doing muscle training. That's the mm-hmm. one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then the most beautiful scene happens. She goes up to this party. He comes up to her and he's like, I wasn't staying away because I was trying to punish you. Because she's been like yelling at him via vanishing letter and not oh, getting yeah. any response. And he hasn't even. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. She's been so mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so he says that he wasn't punishing her, but he's glad that his absence felt like a punishment. Like there's a little piece of him mm-hmm. that's a little bit glad because yeah. he likes that she missed him. But also like he was punishing her. <laughs> like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. He takes her up to this upper balcony so they uh-huh. can chat and canoodle mm-hmm. and maybe snurfle a little bit. You know, snurfle. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, there's like these comets going up in the sky, but they're not comets. He says that they're spirits. Now, mm-hmm. this is hilarious to me. <laughs> I got to do a quick side note. Yes. Because he's like, there are less and less every year and we don't know what's happening to them. And then all of a sudden, they're up on a such a high balcony. That Farah gets whacked in the face and a spirit yeah. splatters all over her. Yeah. And then a spirit splatters all over him. And I'm like, that's probably what's happening to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably decreasing all the time because they splatter on things. Yeah. Stop <laughs> building stuff in the path of the spirit migration. <laughs> Take down the upper balcony, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> also, it's like, oh my gosh, the spirit splattered all over me and now we're oh, glowing. It looks, like, looks like my freckles are glowing. Yeah, it was like gross. <laughs> you have ghost blood all over you. It's like that scene in Ghostbusters where the slimer's like, Bleh! like that's what just happened to you. You're soaked in slimer goop. This is not, oh, my freckles are like, it's like blacklight stuff. It's all over oh me. It's gosh. like, no, it's, it's more like powder. No, it's spirit guts. It's 100%. It's, it it's spirit guts. Like, imagine it's humans flying through the air. Okay? Right. We're flying through the air. <laughs> and we encounter a giant and splatter all over its face. There's like yeah. human intestines and stuff. And then that giant turns to the other giant and is like, oh, I got a long so pretty. Beautiful. Yeah, it's gross. It's weird. <laughs> okay. So anyway, she laughs and she starts playing with the stardust that fell on his hand. Gross. And then she like basically uses it to paint the shape of the like comets above. Yeah, with ectoplasm or whatever. <laughs> so she smiles at him and he's like, oh my gosh, do it again. Because this is the first time she's ever smiled at him. Which oh, is just rude, first I of forgot all. about the ectoplasm's best <laughs> moment. It is. Yeah. It is. And then she asked him for the, the two extra thoughts from last episode. Because he owed her two more thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And oh, they're good, guys. Buckle up. One of them is that he stayed away because he was afraid of rejection. And then he says that he wishes he could take back the kiss from under the mountain. 
because mm-hmm. it was the it was like the worst. It was under the worst circumstances. He was jealous mm-hmm. and bitter, and mm-hmm. he didn't make it good for her. And it was Mm-mm. their first kiss. And he, uh-huh. Oh, he's heartbroken over it. And then she kisses him again on the cheek, I think, and asks him if he wants to dance. Uh-huh. And then they spend the rest of the night dancing the night away with their best friends. And then they they Just do some clobber by dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he keeps on brushing his lips against her cheek oh, all over God. the ghost guts a brush of a lip against a cheek I and mean, an ear Oof. i mean and then he also as he says goodnight, he kisses her on the brow and then uh-huh. like goes back to his room and she waits up for half an hour for him hoping that Don't he'll come wait, and own the living daylights room. out of her his night king room go to the night like, king room oh were you having a nightmare I thought you might be. I anyway, would like to fuck it out of you, please. I'm going to snuggle in. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Come on, Vera. Yeah. Use your wiles. Okay, so then yeah. they realize mm-hmm. that the reason that they got tracked was because Reese's magic is being tracked. So they have to get out of Alaris so that he won't bring people there. He's like sure, a whatever. to whoever has done whatever. So whatever, they go whatever, to an whatever. Illyrian war camp. Uh-huh. That's the wing guys up in the north part. That's the one. Yeah. And so he takes her up in the mountains to train her powers. And as they're flying, the sexual tension is just palpable. Mm-hmm. And they get to this clearing and she shows him her powers with water and ice. And he tells her that he'll he'll tell her about his history for every power that she shows him, basically. And like mm-hmm. what she can do. And so he tells her, this is where we find out that Tamlin's the one who murdered up his mom and sister. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And his dad kept their wings as souvenirs and like had him hanging up in his office or whatever. Yeah, but also Reese killed Tamlin's family, so that was in retaliation and he uh-huh. was only gonna kill his brothers and father. Uh-huh. Except that but his father then killed the Except that he too. did done kill all the rest of them too. Right. <laughs> right. That's that's right. So that's where the blood feud comes from. Uh-huh. And the reason the reason that Tamlin's family knew where his mom and sister were going to be was because Rhysand had befriended Tamlin mm-hmm. and told him that's where his mother and sister were going to be mm-hmm. because he was supposed to meet up with them. So they actually went there to kill Reese, and then mm-hmm. finding no Reese, they just murdered up the women. Mm-hmm. It's so gross. Anyway, so she's like real angry. And as her anger goes everywhere, she fills the whole clearing with fires. Mm-hmm. And then she puts it out with the water. And it's it's honestly pretty sexy. Uh, <laughs> pretty good pretty good so then she realizes that her powers are no longer up until this point she's been saying oh is that the is that autumn's power mm-hmm. and she realizes that no these are her powers these now. are favorite powers that's right powers. she can shape them and forge uh-huh. them just like the future that is hers <laughs> to forge as she will <laughs> feminist anthem Farah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. That's that's what happened in my mind. Uh huh. This big sweeping music came in as she made this realization. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. So then she asks why he didn't tell her sooner about mm-hmm. Tamlin because mm-hmm. Tamlin only told her that Reese had murdered his whole family, including mm-hmm. his mother. He didn't mm-hmm. say about the first part that coward. Right. No. Yeah, we're finding out all kinds of stuff in this book that makes Reese not a murderer. All Should kinds you- of stuff. <laughs> and he's like i didn't want you to think that i was trying to turn you against him and then she sees him with his wings outstretched and she realizes that she wants to paint him 
And so mm-hmm. she goes right up to him and she puts her arms around his waist and she's like, I want to paint you. Mm-hmm. And then he whispers into her ear, nude would be best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for the record, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm right. I'm right yeah. there with you, Sam. Wings are more paintable than talons. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. So they go and have dinner back at the house and then she's going upstairs and he's following her upstairs because they're going to go to bed. And she wants to go to bed with him. And he's like, more is sharing your room. Mm-hmm. And then they're standing outside their doors, looking at each other across uh-huh. the hallway. And the tension is palpable. God. And then she gets overwhelmed and she goes into her room. Just as he's about to say. It's just like, just get the man is a mind I'm reader. sure. Yeah, the I'm man? sure he's about to say. No, he taught her how to mentally shield. You shut oh, your mouth. God, it just. But I'm sure he can smell the arousal on her because he's a fairy. Yeah, I just. Everybody. There's... Can smell it. There's so much signs, guys. Just smooch. Just smooch Just your smooch faces already. on each other. Ugh. Okay. So the next day they go super far into the woods. And they plan to stay overnight at like this inn or something. And then all of a sudden, Reese is way behind her because she was finding a place, a safe place for her to do who her cares, water Who cares? Powers. Who cares? Who cares? Lucian shows up. Lucian. All right. Lucian. This motherfucker. Bing, bong, bong. <gasps> Tamlin time with Aaron. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Feyre makes a call here, and the call is, I'm going to pretend to be night court night lady and keep up the facade that Reese keeps up by being a vicious night court person. I'm going to act aloof sure. and closed off to the emotions and basically not myself to Lucian. This is a bad call, Feyre. It is a bad call, Feyre. Because it makes Lucian think, oh, no. She didn't leave on her own accord. She didn't break up with Tamlin. He has he has mind controlled her. He is Daimati glamored her to be a right. night court person. And oh my god, me and Tamlin need to save Feyre, who we love. We thought she just broke up with us, but apparently she's a hostage. Um, they never thought she broke up with them. They've been hunting her. He uses the phrase, we've been hunting you for two months. To make That's sure gross. she's not a night court person no. now. No. She was, he was about to Mm-mm. lunge and winnow her out of there without yeah. her consent. To he was about to grab her. her. No, because before, all they know of reason she is night courted him. He's a murder person stealer. That is not all that Tamlin knows. Brains. Now we know that Tamlin knows a lot more about Rhysand than just that. Yeah. He knows that he didn't kill his mother for nothing. He knows that his father and he and his brothers killed all their do all of his relatives. He didn't do that either. These guys are he all was there. innocent pawns. Yeah, Reason was fucking there too. Here's the thing, guys. Listen, <laughs> Tamlin has legit reasons to believe that Feyre, while she left the Supreme Court because she was pissed at Tamlin. Once she got to the night court, he's like keeping her there and controlling her mind to just get back at Tamlin because of the blood feud. And that is a legit concern. Yes, I hear that. And that is a legit reason to send Lucian to go find her to make sure she's okay. And when Lucian finds her, she's not okay. She's a weird night court zombie, which is a strange call to make, Feyre. Well... Lucian's your friend. You could have just been like, hey, Lucian. Remember what Tamlin did to me. It was super abusive. And now she I'm here now. She did do that. And not Kinda. only that, she called him out on the way that he acted. She was like, I asked you so many times to help me. I asked you and I begged you and I begged you just to get me out of the house for 30 minutes. And you were not my friend there. Sure. And 
he but was she acted intentionally to weird to him. Yes, fair. Anyway. And I think that if this conversation would have been a little bit different and she would have been a little less icy at him and a little less night courty. Well, and if she hadn't grown Illyrian wings, because <laughs> yeah, she does that too. There's a lot of things in this conversation <laughs> that Farrah did wrong. Yeah. I think maybe we could have prevented a whole thing. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we didn't because it made for an excellent book three. True, but I'm just like, <laughs> hashtag Pharaoh's fault. Tamlin's got reasons. That's all I'm saying. Blurg. All right. All that happens. And uh, oh, and Reese uses magic to get rid of his wings so that he can talk to Lucian in his regular form that, that everybody knows about, not the wings. Who cares if they know about the wings? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So she shapeshifts into having Illyrian wings. And then she says, because he's like, why? Why are you like this? What's going on? You're right. And she says, when you spend so long trapped in darkness, Lucian, you find that the darkness begins to stare back. Yeah. And Lucian's like, oh, no, DEFCON most extreme. Yeah. We got (laughs) a beautiful line, but causes a whole war with Hybern. You know, the whole Supreme Court is dead because of this situation. Yeah, totally. So they go to an inn. And there's only one tiny room, and it is tiny, and there's yeah. a tiny, tiny bed yeah, yeah, in the yeah, one yeah, room. Yeah, 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 yeah. And after dinner, she asks him to trade thoughts again, and I'm going to read you a passage that is uh, de-fucking-licious. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm thinking, he said, following the flick of my tongue over my bottom lip, that I look at you and I feel like I'm dying, like I can't breathe. I'm thinking that I want you so badly I can't concentrate half the time I'm around you. And this room is too small for me to properly bed you, especially Uh with the wings. My heart stumbled a beat. I didn't know what to do with my arms, my legs, my face. Me neither, Farah. Stealing my Uh spine, I said, I'm thinking I can't stop thinking about you, that it's been that way for a long while, even before I left the spring port. (gasps) So then she's like, we should go to sleep. She doesn't say we should go to bed. She says we should go to sleep. But then then they're laying in bed together. Uh And she's so cold, she's shaking. She's got got warm up. Oh, man. He's like body heat. I don't expect anything else. And then he's touching up on her. He's touching on her boobs. He's Uh touching on her. her, her, He's he's on her abdomen going Uh south Uh in little circles. Uh He's like, what do you want, Farah? And she's like rubbing her booty on him. Yeah. He's like, no, what do you want, Farah? Finger banging. (laughs) No, and then I wish. And then she says, a distraction. Uh I want fun uh-huh and he stills because that is not what he wants to hear uh-huh. and then he's like okay then allow me to distract you and he gives her the finger banging of a uh, lifetime traditional Illyrian finger banging oh man mm-hmm. and she reaches her head back and starts making out with him as she climaxes and mm-hmm. it's a whole it's thing really good you guys oh it's so good and then she reaches for him and you mm-hmm. know what i'm talking about like the you know him penis parts and that's the one we don't have to censor ourselves it's our podcast you're right yeah you're totally mm-hmm. right you're totally right penis and uh, he won't let her because he says he's thought about how he'll have her for a while and quote it won't be all in one night and not in a place oh no no, no. and not in a place where he can't even like fuck her up against a wall oh god and oh my jesus <laughs> okay so then a bunch of things happen let's just uh-huh. go through it shall we yeah Yes. Okay, so they wake up. He's trying to pretend nothing ha- happened. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I guess, fine. 
They do a whole day of training and he's been really distracted. He's been trying to tell her something, but every time he opens his mouth, he just like shuts it and looks like a shifty eyed dog. Uh And then he picks her up to fly her home and they got shot out of the sky by poisoned ash arrows. My God. It's bonkers time. It's bananas. This is where I think I started texting you because I am full on 100% love with the Night King reason, yeah. even though uh-huh. he's really bad at his job. Lately. I can't even believe I'm saying these words out loud. Even though he's really bad at his job, I'm 100% <laughs> in love with him, which is like crazy for me. But I'm I'm there. That is, that's a feat. Oh my God, you guys. Reason gets shot by like 10 fucking ash arrows oh, in yeah. the sky. Easy. There's seven in his wings alone. Oh, my God. And then it's horrible. he uses, like, the last of his withering power to to throw her clear of mm-hmm. whatever bandits are trying to catch him. And then she gets so angry and she mm-hmm. feels such a need to rescue him mm-hmm. that she all of her powers just focus and work. Mm-hmm. So she starts winnowing like a crazy person mm-hmm. all over the forest. She's tracking him. She's mm-hmm. winnowing. Mm-hmm. She's turning shit mm-hmm. to ice. She's uh-huh. transforming her eyeball so that she can see in the nighttime. Yeah. And uh, which makes her the perfect night queen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, then yeah. she gets to a place. This is so hot. She gets to a place where there's like a fork in the scent. She's like, which way do I go? Oh, hold on. They must have taken his clothes that away because I can still smell me on the scent that oh, goes in God. that direction. Because of that finger banging. Because my pussy juices are still <laughs> all over him. I gotta follow the scent of my arousal. I love how 45 seconds ago you were like, you know the part of him <laughs> that she touched. You know that part. Now she, you're like, because he's covered in her pussy juices. <laughs> <laughs> you're so weird. Oh boy. Sometimes I am, yeah. Okay. So then she murders up all the guards and she takes him to a little cave. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I gotta get you better. And she snurgles him all night. Oh, she gets, God. oh man, was she, oh, this is where she takes out the arrows as she's, she's trying to distract him from uh-huh. the pain while she takes out the arrows. And so she's telling him a story about painting her cabin. Oh, she God. tells him about painting this dresser, one drawer for each sister. And like, each of them had different things. Hers was the night sky. And mm-hmm. she didn't know why, because she barely no, spent time didn't. outside she at didn't night. She didn't know why. She just knew she loved the nighttime. She and then she says i think that like i was i knew even then that i was like looking and waiting for you guys because i knew that i wasn't a person that everybody would like that you'd have to like really look to see my beauty yeah i didn't belong in those cold woods chopping wood for nesta the bitch yeah i didn't belong there nesta refused to that Mm -hmm. fucker yeah, so he was waiting for people who would see her. Oh. And then he looks at her and he said, I was waiting for you too. Oh, God. <gasps> Incredible. And promptly passes out. And okay. I don't remember if I texted you or I got on the call or whatever, but I was like, I need to talk to so- someone. I need to talk yeah. to someone. And I was like, you guys, he's in this cave. Is sick and dying. He's got all the arrows of him and he was waiting for her too. Oh, so good. Yeah. So the next day, he's not getting better. And she's no. like, I don't know anything about poison. I need to go find my pal, the cereal, who might also eat me. Anytime she needs to know anything about anything, she traps up this cereal. It's like, just yeah. be friends all the time. Just be friends. Put a leash yeah. on this guy. I, mean, I think he likes you. Yeah. So the cereal tells her how to cure him. And then he's like, yeah, so also, you better hurry if you want to save your mate. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, but excuse me? Can but you- excuse me, mate? Mm-hmm. What? Huh? 
And he's like, oh, you didn't know. And she's like, no, I fucking didn't know. Now I got to go interrogate Reese. And that's yeah. what she does. She goes so this, and she gives him the, the cure. The bond that they've had the whole time that was supposed uh-huh. to be from the pact that they made. It's not under the, the bargain. Mountain. It's a fucking mating bond. And he mating didn't tell her. Bond. And he knew the whole time that bond. they was mates. He knew That's right. about They've it. Been mates. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, he suspected, but then when she was turned Faye, he like knew. Yeah. That but, like, it like snapped into place for him. Since even before the calamari party, you guys, he straight knew. Yeah. So she goes and interrogates him, and he is terrified. He's eaten his cure, and he's like, "Just hear me out, please. I've been. I tried to tell you yesterday, and then I Didn't got shot in the fucking sky. Yeah, yeah. Like I you told it. me that you wanted the distraction and fun, and like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, I want you forever." So she forces him to take him back to camp. And then as soon as they land, he's still like staggering in the mud. Oh, and she's God. like, more, take Bayra. me somewhere. Take me somewhere that's not here. So more takes her to maybe my favorite place on the planet, the <sighs> cabin of relaxation requirements. <laughs> <laughs> but Melody, it's in the winter and the mountain. Not in that cabin. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, I guess. You know what's great about this cabin? First of all, everything. Second, right. food just appears for you, and it's the food you want to eat. That's the bath fun. just is hot Auto-fills. all the time. It just fills up. Yeah, and there's crafts. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah, you think something, and the cabin makes it appear. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. So she thinks a ton, and she's bored, and then she finds some paints, and she starts painting the entire inside of the cabin. Mm-hmm. Like a week goes by. Moore has visited a couple of times, and they've chatted. And then Reese finally finds her because since he can't use magic he's just been flying to the different places all around Uh, his kingdom where she could be Uh (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) so he finds her and he grovels and she's like i'm about to make some i'm about to heat up some soup do you want some soup can i just say how much herbsing i did while she's just like oh god yeah yeah. fair oh she's just hanging out at this cabin and she's just like painting stuff and she's like and then I ate a chicken leg, and then I painted a wall, and then I painted this no. wall, and I painted it red for what's I her face, not... and then I painted the eyeballs. All right. All I was right. just like, oh my I god. I would not recommend herbsing this because there's a lot of like character development, and she does a lot of like she does a lot of internal processing. Uh-huh. Which, did, if you're interested I, in, nope, Aaron is not. <laughs> no, I did a search for door, as in reason is at the door, <laughs> and I found it. And I read from there. <laughs> I was like, don't care about her painting. So he looks at her and he's like, you would make me food? Uh-huh. And she feels like that is weird. a thing. Like and real so weird like, of him to say. She's like, well, I would heat it up. Yeah, but like, I'm just if there's up something, soup, bro. Yeah, if there's something more meaningful in that, you should tell me. And he's like, well, it, it sort of means that, you know, you accept the mating bond. Like the first time you offer yeah. me food is like, like a mating bond thing. She's it's like, so All right. weird. What, well, why don't like, you grovel some more? So out of nowhere. And then maybe I'll decide when the soup is hot. All yes. right? And so he tells her everything. He tells her that oh my God. three years ago under the mountain, he started getting these flashes of her like daily life. And mm-hmm. it includes a hay bale from when she was fucking that townsman. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And the paintings that she was doing and The painting all that sort of, of thing. the dresser drawer. He saw the painting of the dresser drawer that was the night sky. And he's like, oh, I'm seeing visions of my mate. And she's painting the night sky. And I'm the yeah. night king. Ah, and then he says that he saw better visions when she came through the wall. And he realized she was at the calamari party. And so he tricked Amarantha 
into letting him go to the calamari party so that he uh-huh. could see if he could find her. And uh. remember his first words to her were, there you are. You found her for me. Uh-huh. And he, it wasn't a ruse. No. It was, it was the truth. And then he saw that she was this little skinny, tiny little human. And he's like, that's yeah. weird. I yeah. guess I'll just let you live your life or whatever. Right. Yeah, he's oh, like, God. I can't let anybody know that you're meaningful to me because then Amarantha will murder, murder you right you up. Dead. Oh. So he lets her go, and she didn't even want him to leave. Like he, he no. could feel that from her. Yeah, and I could feel it as a reader. Yeah. And I was like, Why are yeah. we still fucking around with this weird lion bear? Oh guy? man! Oh right? God! Night and King. then when he sh- <laughs> when he showed up in the house. And he realized she was there. He realized that he had to scare the living daylights out of Tamlin so that he would send her out of Prithian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, once again, the moment he gets in smelling distance of her pheromones, uh-huh. he goes dumb. Because yeah. if she just tells Tamlin that she loves him, the whole curse is broken, you dumb uh-huh. dummy. Yeah. Like, don't send her away. Yeah. Even though it's dangerous. They, like, also, I know he has a little, like, <sighs> code that he follows or whatever, but, like, again, yeah. can control all minds. <laughs> and no. He, he got again, into she her took brain. Away his power. And he dragged his claws over her brain, which, by the yeah. way, sexiest thing I've ever heard of so in my life. Sexy. Why oh, wasn't man. he just, like, kiss the girl like tell him you love him like yeah. why, why not just do that then i don't know i, I just don't know. he couldn't the scent that emits from her vagina just renders all men dumb tell him you love him break the curse like i just didn't get it and then come marry me if if sebastian the crab could get into ariel's or prince eric's brain and like make him smooch ariel i think he would have yeah. I know. Uh-huh. They don't even he's, speak the same language. He's smarter than reason, but what else? <laughs> okay. Then he, like, realizes that she's his mate when Amaranth is killing her, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he knows that life with him will be terrible and they'll always be hunted. And so mm-hmm. if she loves Tamlin, he's going to let her go be with Tamlin. Uh-huh. Even yeah. though, like, he'll spend eternity without his mate. Oh. And it's the sweetest thing ever. Anyway. She presents him with the soup and he tells her that he loves her. And then she sits on his lap after he's done. And she's like, I love you too. And I'm honored to be your mate because uh-huh. you're worth it. And you're the best. And uh-huh. you're such a sexy night king and with your darkness. And then Aaron. It's on. Oh, it is on. T-M. Oh, boy. So on. And it's like a combination of the pottery scene and ghost. Uh-huh. With just some uh, awesome oral action because uh-huh. he throws her down on the table with all the paints. The paints so are they're everywhere. Just, they're just painting each so other. So much paints. Ugh, while they're getting up on each other. Uh-huh. Now I can't stop seeing the word feasting. Thanks for that, Aaron. But I'm sorry. That's how Sarah he wants was, us to know about he oral sex. Only um, her um, own um, personal um, feast. How but delicious. Then, um, 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 <laughs> that's what the word feasting okay. means. Then, I don't. I'm not about it. Sorry. After some excellent yeah. oral, mm-hmm. he takes her to the bed mm-hmm. and they they dirty up that bed and they yeah. have some awesome and she's sex. got this like bright light that shines when she's like doing sex with him and he's got like a night light that swirls and like they're yeah. like day and night and it's swirly. Uh, it is so hot. So good. But and also because they're magic, they can make the paint go away before they get into the bed. Important. It doesn't matter because then the bed remakes That's the what sheets, I'm saying. no problem. Yeah. And she gets an opportunity to wash his very sensitive scrotal wings. <laughs> <laughs> scrotal wings! That is what they are! 
They're like scripts. Yeah, they're real sensitive. But again, <laughs> would you want to fly through the air super fast with your scrotums out? That. No. I don't, I don't think about no, that. No, it's so sensitive. <laughs> okay. So then they go back to the Illyrian war camp. They've been yeah. they've been boning for like a full twenty four hours. Once oh, yeah. they started boning, couldn't stop boning uh-huh. because that's how mating works. And it's I a guess. good thing this cabin like magically repairs itself because yes. they're all over the place, all over the place. Yeah, it's the first time he's ever had sex with someone with his wings out because mm-hmm. they're so vulnerable, mm-hmm. and she is honored, but she is also his mate. Oh, uh-huh. and while he's going down on her earlier, she thinks to herself. Man, he said he wouldn't kneel for anything but his crown uh-huh. and his mate. Am I right? Yeah. Like she yeah. pats herself on the back as he's <laughs> as he's licking her clit. It's uh-huh. so funny. It's so good. Okay, then it's time to go back to the queens because they have finally written back <laughs> queens, <laughs> queens. Okay, so they make like they're not going to give him the book. We've talked about it. We've decided no book. But yeah, then, not really. There's one. But they do get to see Valaris. What? They do oh, get yeah. to see Valaris. They show them Valaris. Don't worry. There's no, like, caveat to looking at it where Reese is like, I'll show you this and then I'm going to make you forget. Or I'm going to show you this, but then I'm going to make you never tell anybody about it. He's just no. like, well, I guess the big secret's out and there's nothing <laughs> I can do about it. Even though once I glamoured the whole world to forget it. <laughs> but gosh, my hands are tied. <laughs> Dummy. So the Golden Queen, though, the Golden is like Queen. the bitchiest of them. Yeah. But she leaves the book as they yeah. leave. She's like, check under your seat, Oprah style. There's she, the book. She does. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So then they're like, oh, we got the book. We got the book. Amber's mm-hmm. going to do her scholarly thing and decode it. And they're just doing a few days of yep. like business and going to shows yeah. and doing stuff around the I don't the know. They, well, they need to, t- Amber needs to translate it so they can bring it to the bathtubs. So they got like a week to help kill, I guess. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. And then all of a sudden, this is when I started texting you, all caps, Valoris is attacked! Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> because I went full Muppet in this scene. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, it gets attacked like nothing and and oh my gosh. Because Reese was so pheromone that he didn't fucking just Oh, God. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. in book three, Feyre Damati's Schmerger yeah. to, like, hit herself in the head with a rock for, like, eternity or something crazy <laughs> like that. I forget what it is, but it's like, oh, shit. And then anyone who asks what happens to her, she has to be like, I was an idiot or something. I don't remember. I but, yeah. like, it's future actions. She makes her do forever. Why couldn't Reese just be like, I'm going to show you this, but you can't tell anybody? Why, 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 why? Because they can't use any magic or trickery when they're trying to get the book. And if what? so, it will self-destruct no. or something. No, that's not. No, that you was just a thing made that, that up just now. No, no, that is a thing that was said out loud and it was also said on the podcast. I'm editing it right the fuck now. So, no, no we have talked about this before. No, I, I read it in that. a book. Mm-mm. Yep, no, it happened. I don't think so. Okay, so. Let's <laughs> stupid. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, one thing I will I will offer you is that once they have the book, yeah. I don't know why he couldn't be like, you've never seen Valaris. And now you forget. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there's this crazy battle in which she conjures up oh water wolves that turn into water hawks. Water wolves. drown the people. She's like, what's her face from the Lord of the Rings? She's the making one. the water do the water oh yeah and fight. then she freezes them out of the sky and they hit the ground and they shatter yeah and then all everybody's of a sudden, fighting Moore's fighting yeah cassian's fighting shadow slinger 
Aaron, <laughs> all of them. And the adder shows up. Ugh. And so she winnows up into the sky mm-hmm. and lands on the adder. She stabs him a bunch of times. She says, this is for Reese. This is for me. This is for Connie Britton and her beautiful flowing locks. Oh, God, it was so pretty. And then she died. And then they're plummeting. They're plummeting. They're Uh plummeting. She's she's talking hateful words into his ear. And he's begging. And he's he's bleeding silver. And then just as she's about to hit the cobblestone with him, she winnows away. And so he splats on the ground. And that is why Rhysand did not kill the adder because Pharaoh was meant to. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So then, the next day, they're cleaning up the city, and Amran has cracked the code of the book and has the spell that Pharaoh needs to say to destroy the bathtub. Go to the bathtub. <laughs> Listen, I'm not just saying bathtub because I'm trying to be funny. <laughs> the Sarah J. Moss says, when they are like, what's a cauldron earlier in the book, somebody responds, it's about the size of a bathtub, and it's got claw feet and it's filled with water. So what else are we supposed to imagine besides a bathtub? It, the person who answers that question doesn't even be like, it's a bathtub, but fancy. No, they're just like, it's about a bathtub, sized bathtub. So I'm not even trying, I'm not going out of my way to be an asshole here about the magic cauldron. It's a bathtub. Except it's like iron and hideous and, you know, whatever. It doesn't evoke images of, of relaxation. I just really wish this thing were like big or something. Something that would be like intimidating and scary. Right. But instead it's just like a jacuzzi. Not even. It's a bathtub. It's just a clawfoot tub. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then she's like, also, Feyre, don't unite each half of the book. Don't do that. No. Keep do the book not separate. put these parts of the book together we're not going to tell you why but like don't don't do it don't do it so they all go to highburn reese is is hanging out off the coast because he can't let anybody smell him there and (laughs) i'm gonna lead from the over there (laughs) so then they go (laughs) into the bowels of the castle and they find the cauldron and then Uh she gets tricked by the book the book is like Unite me, unite me. She's like, Go oh, home, fair. Yeah, that feels good. I don't actually know what happens, but I think she's like climbing into the bathtub or something. Yeah. I don't know. Her nose is bleeding. It's bad. It's bad. And then all of a sudden, Jurian arrives in mm-hmm. the full flesh. Jurian is there. He's, Jurian he's is there. the one that the bad guy needed the bathtub to make him resurrect. It turns out yeah. he's already been done resurrected. No yeah. one knows why. No one cares. Well, and also it doesn't super make sense because nope. Jurian was on the other side last time. But I think yeah. they explained that and I forgot. They did, anyway. but it was not convincing <laughs> to me. All right. Okay. But we're not so doing Jurian book three. Arrives. We're doing book two. And then uh, Resand all of a sudden winnows in. Yeah. And he's like, I'm here now. Yeah. And he grabs the book from Feyre and he puts it in his coat pocket. His yeah. His sexy, sexy, tailored coat pocket. <sighs> and uh, oh, wait. I'm so sorry. What? Before all of this, they go and do something. Rhysand and Farah go and do something, but we don't know what it is yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Even though this is a first-person narrative, she's like, oh, we did something last night. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you Aaron and Melody, but, like, we did something. <laughs> Wink. Whatever, Farah. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, Reese tries to do a magic. And none of his magics work. Mm-hmm. And Jurian's like, I was distracting you so that Highburn could do his magics on you. And yeah. like, now you can't winnow in or out. You can't cast any spells. You can't defend yourself. You can't do anything. And then 
Highburn arrives, the king of Highburn. He's the real bad guy. He arrives. He's old as fuck. He knows everything. He has ancient magics and he is not afraid to use it. Uh-huh. And he wants to take over the whole fucking world. Uh-huh. So he comes and he's got this got this ash arrow that's like it's like got a mind of its own it, it's like a, it's like a snitch except it's like a golden snitch except that you can tell it to do shit it doesn't like, try to get away from you your hand imitation of it was great like Melody has like two fingers and she's doing it like an arm cobra yeah ridiculous i wish i could see it so the thing goes around them and it's like herding them forward they go up into the throne room or whatever and then then they start talking and highburn does the whole this is what i'm doing as the evil genius thing right and then a bunch of shit happens cassian and Azrael are like taken out basically like their wings are shredded it's real bad it's horrible you guys and then all of a sudden Guess who is an ally to the king of motherfucking Highburn? Wait, don't we do sisters first? Sisters first. No. No. Oh, okay. All right. No. Yeah. Okay, guess who? Stage right. Yeah. Tamlin, Ianthe, and Lucian. Yes. Just stroll on out. What was that name? What was her name? (laughs) Schmerger. Tamlin, Schmerger, and Lucian come in. (laughs) Those are the ones. I? So, okay. I died. This book? Full of plot problems. Full of no. saw this miles away problems. I did not. I blew was me out of the fucking water. Like, had no there. fucking clue. I was oh. so fucking surprised I by this. I was so shocked. I lost my shit. Like, me too. I could not believe that Tamlin Holy. and Highburn were together now. How dare you, Tamlin? Nobody is that important. There was another it, way. She doesn't like you like that. Anymore. I have never been more surprised in a romance novel. Blew my mind blew my mind oh i'm so glad you felt the same way because i thought you were saying that you saw it coming and i was like i'm just saying there's so much shit in this book that i saw coming and i felt like the book was trying to be like ta-da didn't you not see that coming and i was like come (laughs) on girl like we snuck off and did something but i'm not gonna tell you what it's like you got married i've read a couple of these you know it's like come on now yeah but this omg oh my god so they come on out and and then it's like the price is right. They're like, guess what other horrible things we have for you? It's uh, your uh, sister. Because I disagree. Guess, guess what you won? Your sisters. <laughs> like I, this whole thing is like I'm just confused. So Ianthe has been a friend of Highburn forever. I'm sorry, Schmerger. What was that name? Has been a friend of Highburn forever. And Schmerger got the information about her sisters from her while she was like depressed and did talking. we talk about Schmerger raping Reason back in the day you know I don't remember if we did yeah, that yeah Schmerger's real mean at one point Reason lets what's her face Feyre into his mind and she gets to see Schmerger try to like rape him one time it's gross yeah she tries to coerce him into bed and it's yeah. real yuck yeah and that's how she's been treating Lucian the whole time yes. that's how I'm sure she'd be treating yeah. Tamlin if she didn't think that Tamlin and Feyre were more advantageous a match schmerger's real evil she deserves to hit herself in the face with a rock for eternity <laughs> she does. i don't think that's what it is it's, something it's, a, it's her hand it's, it's her, her hand, hand. Okay. she shatters her hand with a rock over and not over for again. eternity i think just like one not time. for eternity <laughs> right no but for the rest of time she has to be like i tripped oh that's what um. it is. <laughs> i knew it yeah 
So then the queens come out. The mortal queens come out because yeah. they've been they've been oh, allied with Cyburn from the, the beginning. The golden queen got murdered oh, to God. death during the oh, Valaris attack. Like real murdered, so like eyeballs murdered. out of her skull style murdered. And, and they like, were like cinematically dropped onto a pole yeah. so that she splayed. Oh, it's horrible. Because they know She's that she dead. gave them the book. Anyway, yeah, so the rest of the queens are up there like, hey, we're with yeah, Highburn. Like, we always hey, have been. You should have glamoured our brains. But you did it. Because that's how Valaris got attacked. That's right. Ugh. So it is horrible. And then um, Highburn's like, okay, you were my ally because I can make the cauldron make you young. I can, get, I can make you fey, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why don't I give you a little show? This and so he turns. So <laughs> stupid. All right. From so both sides. Turns. Nope. This is me. Bing, boom, bong. Taking it over. <laughs> Bing, boom, bong. <laughs> Immortality bathtub with Aaron. Right. <laughs> okay. So the king of Highburn thinks to himself, I'm going to make these mortal queens immortal as payment because they want to be immortal as payment yes. for the thing that they allied with him. Okay. Fine. So he decides he's going to take Feyre's two sisters, Nesta and Elaine, and put them in the cauldron and make them immortal, powerful fairies. As proof. (laughs) As proof that he can make immortal, powerful fairies. Why would you take the number one threat to your kingdom and then make her two sisters additional threats to your (laughs) kingdom by making them infinitely powerful and immortal when you have them tied up in your castle and then just what they just releases them he's like good job guys go be fairies no that makes no sense no he was gonna he was gonna keep them torture them torture them better yeah you know what is easier to torture a human than an big powerful fairy you know what i will give you one thing yeah and that is you could have just ferried one of them you could have ferried a random fucking person for you <laughs> could have kept those two chained up in a dungeon somewhere tortured for all of eternity right and you could have well, ferried no, if they're human then they won't be for all of eternity sure it'll be for like 30 okay. years <laughs> okay yeah but like this is a bad call bad call but really though why both of them i still don't understand why it had to be yeah, both why both of them like nothing makes sense <laughs> and then on the other side of the fence so that's that's why highburn is super done crazy uh-huh. on the other side of the fence you've got nesta <laughs> and elaine who are like no don't put us in the bathtub we don't want to be fairy <laughs> we don't want to like, be super powerful yeah we don't want to be beautiful immortal powerful beings and live forever with our sister no we don't want to have great fairy sex for the rest of our lives no and like they're like being dragged toward the cauldron and i get it if it's like there's a chance they could die or like it hurts real bad or whatever but they just hate right. fairies is the whole reason which is bullshit That's the whole reason and then on the, in the third, I'm sorry. I don't care how long this goes. I see you, oh but God. I don't care. On the third, I've been waiting months to talk about this side of the thing. <laughs> is the, this Pharaoh standing there, just being like, "No, don't drag my sisters into the bathtub," which is like, I don't want to hang out awesome. with them forever and make well, them like me now because they're fairies too. No, ah, like it makes no fucking kind of sense. Well, she knows. Farah is incredibly empathetic, and she knows that this is, like, their worst nightmare, even though nobody knows why it's their worst nightmare. But, like, so then fake um, it. Just be you, like, no! But, like, inside you're like, this is a good thing like, for everybody. Get it, girl. Yeah, get it. <laughs> yeah, just like, whoa. 
who who in their right mind wouldn't be like just swan dive into that bathtub and be like, now I'm beautiful and perfect. <laughs> I know, right? Basically, listener, Highburn puts the two ladies into the cauldron mm-hmm. in order to prove to the queens that he can. Mm-hmm. But while Nesta is in there, she like takes something from the cauldron too. Because she's super mad about being in there. And Nesta's, like, her force of will is just incredible. She's a hyper bitch. So as soon as Elaine gets out, Lucian looks right at her and the mating bond snaps into place for her, which I find hilarious. Whatever. Two people I hate can go fuck. I don't (laughs) care. (laughs) So they're bleeding on the floor. It's crazy. And Feyre realizes that she's got the High Lord's power who can do, like, crazy spells. and so. She decides to fake that she wants the bond broken. She wants the bargain broken with Resand because she's faking like his mental control over her has been broken. And so she's like, Tamlin, my love. Oh, man, this, these past few months have been crazy. Oh, I'm back and I want to come home with you. And no one knows they have a meaning bond. They all think it's the... It's just the bargain. Bargain, yeah. So then while Highburn is like attempting to break the bargain with old magics, she is behind the scenes in her mind trying to break the spells so that everybody can get out. Because let's remember, they can't winnow out. So she breaks down the shields as he's breaking their bond. And meanwhile, Mm -hmm. I fully thought at this point, I am crying. I fully thought he was breaking their mating bond. I was freaking out as much as the scene was 100% ridiculous to me i was full on crying about the mating bond full on full on tears on i was face. like i am muppet texting erin where is my hea no. and she's muppet texting back oh this is ya it's not technically a romance and ah, i was like bullshit bullshit was good romance her. good romance you're so mean <laughs> you're so mean not since dobby died did i feel like this oh me neither so reese and everybody winnows out because the spells have been the, the wards have been broken he gets their sisters out he gets the his friends out he gets everybody out and she is left with tamlin and lucian and the king of highburn and she's faking like she loves tamlin and she's so yeah, happy to be she's back clinging to him and blah 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 but again at the same time this is what tamlin thought was happening right she knew that this is what Tamlin thought was happening was that she was under the spell like it's not it shouldn't have been a, I don't know I just am like no. I Tamlin for the first time ever I feel like was trying to do the right thing here and rescue Feyre yeah but like the the ends don't justify the means in this case you don't ally with the king of Highburn for all of fairy dumb. oh you don't think if Reason was like oh I'm gonna play the part an ally Reason's with the king story. of Highburn okay. for like a little nope, bit of time story. and like be a bad guy, but it's for Feyre. You wouldn't have been super okay. into it and been like, no. oh, he smells like Jasmine and no. he smiles like no. a cat of the night. No. Hmm? Reason is a different story. And I would. It is a different uh, story, but I'm just, I'm not into Tamlin. I don't want to get with him. I'm not happy <laughs> Feyre has to go back to the stupid Gryffindor spring court. However. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I'm pro Tamlin decisions here. I know. He's just not smart enough. The problem is he was supposed to two-time Highburn and he can't, he can't. He can't figure that out. He's not smart. No, he's a blundering Gryffindor. Yeah. He's a Mm -hmm. bull in a china shop. (laughs) Yeah. Reason would have been smart about it. He really would have been. So we get a scene back at the townhouse where they're all like, what the fuck? How could you let Feyre do that? And he's like, 
she's my spy now. She's got to go to the spring court and report back on Highburn. Mm-hmm. He's like, the mating bond is still there. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. I like, I like wilted Just in my seat out of relief. And then we find out that their secret mission together, the secret, secret thing they did was that he made her his high lady. They didn't get married. She's not his courtesan or whatever. They did get married. No, she made, he made her high lady. But like also they, they got married. married. Also kind of got married. Yeah. But it was more that, you know, she's his equal in all things. Uh-huh. And she can do all the things and she's going to have a throne beside him. And oh, it is just so sexy. And then she goes back to the spring court to like figure out when to strike. But can I figure say something? Figure out what the plan is. To yeah. Bing Mung Mung. Hot takes with Aaron. After the mating bond. Yeah. Went away. I was really upset about it. Mm-hmm. But then after it was gone... I kind of liked it being gone as a plot device because I agree. I forget what HB was talking about it in the cult. I agree that the like telecommunication thing loses some of the mystery in the romance for me. Oh, you're talking about in book three. Yeah. Yeah, She's spying in the spring court and her bond with him is becoming more and more distant and she can't figure out why. Yeah. But like if it didn't exist at all. I think it would have been even more dramatic. Mm, disagree. And then it's like the mating bond is gone. So then they like choose each other. Then it's like a choice of like now it's just like they love each other so much. And it's not this like cosmic thing that's like faded and mm. bringing them together. It's just like this is who I love and I choose even though that bond is gone. I yeah. liked it as a I device. Mean, I could see it also working. I was disappointed I when it was still it. there. Nope. Not this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the part guy. of me was happy, but like also I was, I had already made my peace with it. All right. Well, this was the incredible. End. Yeah. Um, we're not doing book three. We're not doing book three. Not. Don't ask us to. No. We cannot do it's 700 pages too long. And I herbsed so much of oh, it. I read every, I've read it twice already. Um, <laughs> I love this series so much. I, I love cannot it. wait for this. I did herbs books. a lot of the third book. We though. cannot cover book three. Don't ask us to. It's too long. Stop it. Stop asking us to. Don't do it. Stop it. Don't. Yeah. We dare yes. you. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> dare you. Don't. Don't. Uh, we're Don't, not going to get to it for guys. like six months. We'll do it next. We'll do it the next book. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. Uh, we're not doing it. That's right. Okay, Aaron. Do you have a lady love? Yes, it's the scoop. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? I had another one, but here we are. The latest in Swedish fashions, the scoop. (laughs) Spelled S-H-K-O-O-P, I think. And it is a fluffy down skirt that you can wear for any outdoor activity where you're wearing leggings, but you might fall on your ass in the snow. It's for scooping. (laughs) Excellent. Yep. Scoops. Good, good, good. Every Alaskan lady has one. Yep. They're great for warming up your butt. All right. Mine is get yourself some clothes that fit if you don't have any. Uh Uh-huh. I was doing that dumb thing where I was like, you know what? If my pants don't fit, if they're uncomfortable, then I will just like work out harder. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Should I get get pants that fit? (laughs) I did. Uh I got myself some pants that fit. More than anything, I actually got myself some workout clothes that mm-hmm. fit because I'm really bad about replacing those. Actually, I'm really bad at just shopping and or spending money on myself regardless. But get yourself some clothes that fit because can I just say, I feel so much better throughout the day. I feel so much better 
just like doing stuff feel so much better about my body Mm -hmm. yeah if you don't have if you're in that weird place where you feel like you could just lose 15 pounds or whatever Mm -hmm. like if you're that person which a lot of women are Mm -hmm. don't do it just get some pants that fucking fit and do that yeah all right wait before we say where everybody can find us yeah i want to say we have because we never do this and other podcasts do and i feel like we're we're lazy because we don't plug our stuff oh we have a patreon join it there's bonus content we never talk about on the podcast it's stupid join it it's it's five dollars for all the bonus content you could ever want and then it's more dollars Mm -hmm. if you want us to once a year send you gifts yeah they're good gifts so join that we try to put one out weekly. Sometimes we fail, but you know, that's it's what just... the shout outs on the podcast are. They're, yes. they're a, a certain level. So Extra yeah, the stuff. Patreon is super fun. Uh-huh. If you like our voices and you want to hear us talk about like, not just, just romance, novels, a shit. lot of Patreon episodes are, are just are whatever. And then the we other just thing had is... a request to do a Patreon episode about our most embarrassing moments. So start thinking on that. I can't, I started time. thinking on it and I, I think we were, I already did a Patreon about my most embarrassing moment, and I think you did too, so we won't tell you what it was, because I can't let thousands of people know about it, <laughs> only hundreds. Um, um, and then the other thing is, we, you've heard ads on the podcast, we do advertisements. We do. If you've written a book and you would like it advertised on the podcast, we will do that for you for a reasonable fee mm-hmm. or whatever else you do. If you make a yeah. craft or have an Etsy or schmishma, we've got reasonable prices. Send us an email. We'll advertise for you. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to plug Absolutely. our monetary stuff because we never do. Yeah. Because we're yeah, losers. Talk about that. We're yeah. so dumb. Other podcasts like do it at the front of the show are like, join our Patreon, subscribe, and blah, 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 blah. And we're always like, how you been? What's going on here? We're bad business ladies. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. You, you can, can find, find us, us on all the places. You can find us on Twitter at heaving underscore bo- bosoms, on Instagram at heaving bosoms, on Facebook heaving bosoms podcast our closed group that is the happiest place on the internet is the heaving bosoms podcast geriatric friendship cult and our email address if you want to talk about the cling clang of swords or you know if you want to fight about logistical problems in this book that is heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com and we adore you and we adore each other uh-huh. i just thought you should know aaron that i adore you i adore you too and keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love getting all your friends together on a pleasure barge for an allyship <laughs> <laughs> an honorable mention scrotum wings i'm sorry also i'm that. sorry scrotal I, wings. I like yeah scrotum wings <laughs> all right i love you aaron. all right love you too Mel. bye, bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. 
We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> 